What's up, everybody? This is episode 66 of the Blur Podcast. Tonight, we have a special three-person panel going on. Uh, mm. We have Darkseid. What's up? Green Tuner. Hello. And myself, Creamcast. The Ed Underground, unfortunately, could not make it today. So what's going on with mm. you guys? What's going on? Well, let's cut to the chase. Okay. All right. Okay. There's a good reason, kind of sad, that the underground isn't with us today. Uh, yeah. So if anyone's been following him, he's been streaming a lot of uh, Sonic Frontiers. Mm. And he's been playing it so much so that right now as we speak, he's in intensive care for pain poisoning. He was trying to actually become Sonic. Yep. And it's deep, deep into his brain. And right now he's going into a shock because he thinks he can do a spin ball, but he really can't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, send your prayers and your love. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, our boy Ed can pull through. Yeah, and unfortunately, the Ed Underground, uh, he didn't realize that paint, especially old paint, has lead in it. So uh, <laughs> he decided to paint himself blue, uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, and decided to break into a nuclear facility to give himself uh, radiation super poison. Speed. <laughs> yeah, super speed, and he wants to glow uh, when he goes mm. super fast. So uh, mm. you know, everybody, keep your keep your prayers um, up for this poor guy. Uh, hopefully, he's going fast, but not in the way that he's thinking. He's going fast <laughs> to an early grave, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah. no, but that underground, he he was busy, could not be able to stream today. So unfortunately, we had to do it without him. I know, I know, you guys will be sad without his hot takes on yep. uh, the MCU and the the the, mm-hmm. the forces female but i promise you mm-hmm. next week he will return with all the hot uh social button takes on all mm-hmm. our favorite franchises for sure right right mm-hmm. yes yeah, it feels weird i'm not gonna lie it's just the three of us like uh this is, is this how you guys felt when i was gone like i don't know it just feels like a part of our soul is missing <sighs> yeah we dropped oh, yeah. the dead weight uh and uh <laughs> feels lighter more efficient yeah, I don't know. It's super weird. Super weird. Uh, yeah, it's like taking a massive shit, and then you just feel like light. You feel better about life. I, oh, I there's no better feeling after yeah. taking a massive dump. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, how was you guys this week? You guys had a pretty chill week. Uh, we had Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh shoot! Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was yeah. fine. You know, traditional yeah. Thanksgiving: turkey, mac and cheese. That, mashed potatoes. I'm trying to think. Of we got like mashed. Super, we got a bunch of crap. He's like super stuffing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, nice, uh, nice. yeah. Pumpkin pie is the whole deal. So yeah, it's really crazy. Like you're, you were saying, you know, like tradition. I was like, just turkey and mac and cheese. Like, where's the rest of it? Where, where's the rest? <laughs> of it? Right. Super traditional. Um, yes. What about you, dark side? Cornbread your... too. Cornbread. Delicious oh, cornbread. Yeah. yeah. Also traditional. Didn't get mac and cheese. I'm kind of pissed. Yeah. About that probably. What is the? You guys had a big bowl of uh, non curry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turkey curry. Turkey curry. 
Turkey yep. rice. <laughs> turkey rice. I mean, curry yeah, rice. Turkey rice. Yeah, curry yep. rice and everything. Yep. <laughs> I remember the, the last time when I went to your house, like literally stepping into your house. I think you said your mother had just got done cooking like the day before or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. it literally blew my face off with the amount of curry I smelt in your house. Oh, yeah. I was like, in your eyebrows. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And you were like, no, no, no. Like my mom just cooked. And I'm like, in my mind, I was thinking like, this is the typical like <coughs> Indian household where you come in. No, that is that is that is the typical Indian household yeah. and oh, like South South Asian households. It's because you you know you use aromatic spices. That stuff gets into the walls and it gets into your yeah. carpet. That right, that just right. it just it don't go away. <laughs> you know you could like. You can have that little fan going all over your kitchen that don't do shit. Not when it comes to uh, South Asian cooking. So, uh, no, that's... Uh, the pipes that's, just start corroding as the smoke right. comes up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The paint is literally peeling off. I was like, I remember coming in and my nose just started burning. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, that's, I, the, that's the price that uh, that's the price we pay, though, for uh, for, for the spice. Yeah. For all spice. Right. Uh, I, I've been to I've like, had so many like uh, like hot dishes mm-hmm. from yeah. America, like Nashville hot you know right like like i can't tell you how many like hot sauces like off the counter i've bought that yeah. are not hot, hot but too. everyone's like oh, oh yeah man, well, I'm dying oh, here. yeah yeah i thought yeah. I, I thought i could understand like i thought uh what was it texas pete i thought that was hot back in the day and so i oh, tried really? I, i've tried some <laughs> hot like indian food in the past i yeah my asshole was literally on fire. Like my mouth was on fire. And this is before people knew like to drink milk, like to like, to like get rid of the spice in your mouth. So, you know, I'm drinking water and all I'm doing is flushing more spice, like in, into my stomach. And my (laughs) asshole was literally like, I I can't describe how much pain I was in. And it, it just like every, if you fart, you, you just come out mm-hmm. spicy. It was just, I don't know how you guys do it. I, mm-hmm. I thought I could handle spice. I thought jalapenos were spicy mm-hmm. until I tried some authentic, like, you know, mm-hmm. Indian dishes. Indian. Yeah. yeah. So like you said, South, like Southeast Asian. Yeah. It's, there's nothing like when it comes to spice. Yeah. I mean, there's some countries. Yeah. Like what India, uh, Jamaica, don't they also have really hot, like jerk. Uh, spices yeah, yeah like yeah, there's like sure. some super spicy jerk yeah well, they, um, they do that for like like preservation i think in the back in the day and like to make it taste uh, like shitty food taste really good uh they had to kind of do that but yeah they have some hot food too and or yeah. thai have you ever had like really spicy thai yes like yeah. if you go to a thai restaurant tell them i want it thai hot yeah. and uh yeah you yeah. won't be able to sit for a week because you'll be flushed out yeah and i used to like, it was funny with my old co-workers what we used to do like when and during the winter time when we got like really cold or we got sick we just go to like a thai mm-hmm. restaurant it would clear out your sinuses so damn quick. oh that's the first thing that comes out yeah because yeah. all that's not just comes out and you're just sniffling trying to be like oh yeah it's so good while your mouth is literally <laughs> like a flamethrower is going <laughs> off in it <laughs> like oh yeah. man it's delicious but you know but then you see the old like thai lady like sitting across like literally just eating this like putting more sriracha like pouring a whole bottle of sriracha and everything else yeah and and they got some special sauce in the back only for her yeah there's like an oil-based sauce that's not sriracha yeah hot chili chili oil hot chili oil yeah it's oh my 
God. Yeah. It's so good, but it burns yeah. like hell. Yeah. yeah. I, I Wait, Dark Side, quick, quick question. Yeah. Because I'm not familiar. So, like, Middle Eastern food, is it yeah. spicy or just, like, more fragrant? Yeah, Middle Eastern food is not as spicy. Spicy, right? Okay. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it has, it has a good amount of spice, but it has like fresh spices in it, so it's more like yeah, lo- more like herbal. I'm of, thinking, yeah. Of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you want like dense spices, then yeah, it's like India, and then like the South Asia, Pakistan, kinda, yeah, Pakistan, even like South China and all those places. Oh <laughs> yeah, I totally that, forgot I about China. China is so big. Yeah, they do have some crazy sauces in there. It goes back to that uh, that uh, spice trade, man. Back in the day, that yeah. uh, road that brought in. That's where you got all these cultures like swapping spices and different things. So yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm not gonna lie, my stomach is kind of bubbling just talking about all those damn spices. Just like all the sweet spices. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember, I remember back in the day. Uh, I tried like sweet chili sauce, whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is mm. what I thought it was sriracha. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is what you guys are talking about that's hot. I'm like, Man, this ain't hot. Sriracha ain't hot. They're like, that's not sriracha. Like, you're just having sweet chili sauce. I was like, oh, well, yeah. give me sriracha then. I was like, I'm thinking it's just like regular ass hot sauce. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I poured way too much. I poured it in like it was regular hot sauce. Like, regular hot sauce, I'm fine with, especially like, you know. Yeah chicken and so forth but i know sriracha was never really like it's hot obviously so i do get spicy but it's not as bad as like a habanero sauce or something like that oh yeah habanero sauces yeah yeah have you guys ever done the uh the hot ones the hot ones no they're sauces yeah yeah the sauces you can get from hot ones no i no i I like to preserve my butthole as much as possible yeah Yeah, i mean i also like i like I don't see like I find there's it amusing no joy when people, in it. Yeah, there's no yeah. joy, joy in it. Yeah. I, yeah. You have to eat, you know, for the joy. But like people yeah. do it for the challenge, and it's just like, what is the point? Why are you doing this? No, I, yeah. I'm with you. When I like spicy <laughs> stuff, is because I love the flavor of the spices. Yeah, right. what it adds. I don't like non-flavorful. Like what? There's one sauce I forgot what it was, but in the back of the label, it said you can also remove like paint uh oil stains from your driveway with the sauce or something shit anyways this sauce was so hot it's ridiculous but there was no flavor it was just pure heat and i you know then at that point you're just suffering without you know tasting anything yeah this is that's not for me i like i'm the same way i like it for the flavor if it's just if it's just to cause pain I'm not with that. Back in the day, I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm tough and I'll handle it. And I, I would do like really like spicy food just as a challenge. Yeah. But me in my older age now, I'm like, I need to preserve my intestines as much as possible. And mm. I do not want to get, you know, have heart palpitations. <laughs> like, you know, there's like that hot food that literally like makes your heart beat more. Like you're sweating. Oh, yeah. You start sweating really bad. Badly. Yeah. I, I don't want to go through that. I've experienced that only once in my life. And it was when my yeah. uncle took me in India to a place <laughs> that he would eat like in the old city. Mm-hmm. And we ate a soup. Then all, the, all this place made was this one soup. They didn't make anything else. They, they just made this one soup and it, I mean, when you describe it, it's like, it, it's made out of like intestines and mm-hmm. like, it has like yeah. all these other like um, entrails and kind of like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a soup that's made out of that kind of stuff, right. but it's, it's also densely yeah. packed in with these spices. And um, that's the only experience I've ever, like it's ingrained in my mind. When I have, like, I, you know, like, I mean, like I, said, I eat spicy stuff all the time. I'm like, cool with it. That is the true 
Indian spice. Like I said, I had to go there yeah. to try it. And I think I blacked out. I don't remember much. <laughs> like I remember like, you know, like you sweat and like everyone, like he, I, I don't know how you guys like, Every guy's a little bit different. Like people sweat yeah. in a different way. Right. I don't sweat. Like, I mean, like when I'm like, you know, when in high school, when you did gym and everything, I never really sweat. I never was one of those guys that just perspired a lot that day. Oh, I, I discovered I can sweat. <laughs> and like, I discovered like where it like my, it's the top of my head that does uh, it for me. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's, that's, that's what the, my like awakening happened. Like, Oh my God, I'm human. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had like superpowers. Yeah, my time. uncle brought me, yeah. Brought me down a peg. <laughs> like, all right, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's when, you know, it was bad when the top of your head starts sweating. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've had mm -hmm. I've had like really spicy food where like the crown, like literally the back of your head starts sweating. And I'm like, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. in, like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. And then that's why you bust bust out the Pepto Bismol. You try to bust out as much as you can because you gotta get ahead of it. Because if those spices, I never understood like why like spices burnt so bad on the way out. But I mean, I found out qu quick fact. I don't know if anybody who knows this, but your your no. ass, like your anus, is lined yeah. with the same cells like the same like kind of tissue like your tongue is so that's why they say you know spicy on the way in spicy on the way out because your your anus can literally feel like it could taste the spice no it can it's not like you can say like so mm, every time we take a dumb we're just tasting shit, shit yeah, like, shit, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah but the spices it has, it has the same reaction as on your tongue as it is in your anus so that's why it burns on the way going out that's why like going through your system you really don't feel it after it gets past your stomach but we have all say, because of the nerve endings yeah uh, like yeah or it does, whatever it's it not is the same, it's not the same lining uh, but yeah. when it comes out, the yeah, butt, yeah, it has the same. That's what it, it connects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess it would make the most sense since the, it's our only two direct openings, right? Aside from the ears, I guess. Ears, your penis, and urethra, and vaginal oh, yeah. canal. What uh, the hell, nature? Why yeah. is it just the one side, one <laughs> other end? Then? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, what's the, what's the evolutionary advantage of having like taste sensors? Shut like, up! That's yeah, what. Yeah. God, God's like, shut up! That's what. Yeah. You guys are sins. Now you gotta taste it on the way in and the way out. Yeah, this is your divine punishment. I think that was God's way because it's funny us not to eat spicy food. Yeah, yeah. or don't, yeah. or don't culture like your junk and spices and uh, have sodomy or something like that. That's like just, mm. to stop it from happening. It's so weird. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of weird things with our bodies like like why do we taste stuff like that spices on the way out that's so weird and yeah. that's why i try to stay away from spices overall because goodness mm -hmm. gracious like i'm 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 just like i'm not gonna lie i'm a sucker now i like i said like have you guys ever done the one chip challenge or you have you seen people who've done no that? i don't want to no i don't ever want to do it yeah like, my wife wanted to do it and i'm like <laughs> I'm like no it looks disgusting <laughs> have you ever seen the actual chip out of the bag yeah it looks horrible it's one gigantic it, chip right yeah, yeah no yeah but it looks like look at the chip it, it's so unappetizing and you'll you, gag before you even like your senses come into play and then you can't like they say like when you touch this chip do not like rub your eyes because yeah all that yeah. all that yeah oil, you'll pull those spices oh yeah yeah and like i'll see people like pranking people like hey we're not even pranking people. Well, one guy, he did a a, a, a Friendsgiving, and yeah. he put one spicy chip, the world's hottest chip in there, and had, like, tortilla chips all mixed in. 
So yeah. you didn't know what you got until you put it into your mouth. So you see oh. everybody just like, you know, grabbing one chip. Some people were grabbing oh, like three okay. chips, like a like yeah. a roulette. And then you see the one guy put the chip in. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I could do this. And then he grabs the chip. And then you just see it register in his mind like, holy shit. Like he didn't like obviously didn't realize he got the one hot chip. And yeah. like he started gagging, throwing up, and so forth. Because this is really bad. But then I see people like like going up to like homeless people and be like, hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars to eat this one chip. And the homeless person's <laughs> like, sweet, a hundred bucks, hell yeah. They get the chip. And I'm like, like that's so to me, that's cruel. That's cruel. Yeah, that is cruel. That is very cruel. Yeah, very cruel. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you are, but you are um, you know, improving the economy. Oh. Adding, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Someone here loves the stimulus. Stimulus check. Here you go. Just, that's you know, the stimulus for sure. Yeah, uh, just you know, <laughs> that pop is gonna uh, put it right back in the economy, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So um yeah, I just like I would never do the one chip challenge ever. I just like why put yourself through pain like that? That's absolutely bullshit crazy. Mm. Anywho, yeah, for sure. Anywho, uh, I guess we can go ahead and we can start kicking off into our main topics. Unless you guys have anything else you want to discuss, like big news that happened recently. Uh, are we like are we still on Kanye watch? Uh, on Ye um, watch? oh yeah, I think, I think did we'll you be forever the, on Kanye watch? The news? Sometime. Yeah, well, we we had uh, Ezra Miller watch, and so far oh, Ezra Miller watch. Er, yeah. so, Miller time is what Miller we called time, it. Miller time. Yeah, yeah. Miller time, yeah. So yeah. all the 17, 16 year old allegedly are safe out there. Uh, no more. He's gone dark. He's gone dark for a while. Exactly. He has gone if dark. you're a yeah. Native American uh, preteen, preteen, or, yeah, was it teen? It was teen, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're safe for now. You're safe. You're safe. For <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're cold yellow, so yeah. we're in the yeah. We're, we're, we're against potential grooming. Yeah, potential but grooming. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, yes, uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, but uh, now we're on uh, the Yay Watch now. Uh, Yay Watch is coming. Crate is getting to a crazy oh. point where Donald Trump is looking like you made. How the hell do you make Donald Trump one look like a, a good guy at one point, and then make him look like a bad guy? And all he did was have dinner with you. Uh, yes. I don't know if anybody, if you guys heard the news about <laughs> uh, Kanye had a dinner with Trump uh, yep. at the Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Quite uh, a dinner only he can have. Like, oh, yeah. oh, what'd you put on the guest list? All right, <laughs> boom. Yeah. yeah, you have Kanye. Oh. You can't have normal people ever. Yeah. Then, uh, but did you know uh, Kanye's posse who was in then? Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. Ap- apparently, Nick Fuentes, which is Nick Fuentes. Yes, he was. Let's a- explain really quick who Nick Fuentes is to the people. Okay, uh, so Nick Fuentes is a alt-right, <laughs> uh, white, pretty much a white supremacist. He uh, checks all boxes. Yes, let's just say all the boxes, like everything. All like boxes people, are checked. Like yes. everything, like people, you know, <laughs> Holy accuse, moly. accuse Trump of being. Nick Fuentes is literally the embodiment. He openly of and happily uh, openly, encourages happily, and yeah. promotes. Right, and he. So allegedly, he went came to this dinner or photo bombed a, a photo with him and Kanye, uh, and everybody like the internet went crazy. Like, who's this random white guy in the back? So a lot of people don't know who Nick Fuentes is because he's more of a, yeah. on the YouTube like political spectrum. Um, yep. 
and more com- social commentary. And so a lot of people didn't know who he was, but once they found out who he was and uh, his affiliations, uh, it kind of just started a whole shit storm. It just, it's like the perfect storm of getting like, I mean, only person that you could add that could have made the in any worse was Marjorie Taylor Green. Like that's the only oh, person. Then Neanderthal, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. you know, have Saddam Hussein jump in or something like that. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't get worse, like a worse group of people into a room <laughs> at all in like the past ten years <laughs> or twenty years. Yeah. And these three. Let me let, let me bring this uh, the the clan. Where's the Ku Klux Klan Grand Dragon? As my media manager. Yeah, <laughs> at David Dukin, he was like, if you find, if you, Yeah, if you have like the, the, the clan actually catering the event, that's the only way it could actually get worse. Like it, it just it just blows my mind that it's just like Kanye has been on such a downward spiral, at least recently in the eyes of the media. Um recently and the fact that this nick fuentes person shows up at a trump event and they're all together having a conversation kanye's talking about hey i want to run for 2024 put me on your ticket as your vp and no he he offers trump the his vp the oh, vice oh, president i thought i thought he, yeah he offered trump he wanted so trump to be his vp oh yeah. of course trump is yeah. not gonna go from being the president to not being the vp are you crazy oh, yeah. under under kanye Oh, okay. I thought it was different that Trump was like Kanye wanted to be. Uh, you not Trump's understand VP. the level no, no, of no, no, egos no. that have come together here. <laughs> right. Like yeah. nobody's on the same level of reality <laughs> no, at all. What happens when the immovable meets the, the, yeah. the unstoppable? unstoppable. The unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what's happening right now. Yeah. Right. And now, and now, uh, <laughs> one of them brings his Nazi friend. <laughs> yeah, and it brings the, the, the one person his openly Nazi friend. Yeah, yeah, openly white supremacist friend is absolutely just mind boggling. Now, you know, I've listened to like certain things from Nick Fuentes and uh, I mean, his his arguments like he's not like one of those people like I hate black people and so forth. He just thinks like, hey, there's white people. I want to have a separate, you know, area for white people. I want to preserve, you know, being white, which is fine. Like, hey, that's what you want to do. I'd rather have you be openly open about it than being secretly about it. But the fact that like of all things like I just like Kanye, please like. You, you were the people's hero like you were the college dropout you were what people looked up to and now this is just going into like you're literally going into a death spiral at this point um where even your ex-girlfriend is being more uh pro uh i don't say pro black that's that maybe not the correct way to say it but being more pro for the people uh than you are it's just kind of mind-boggling and uh i just like this whole kanye watch i'm just wondering like what else can he do at this point like other than actually nothing. run for president like you there's nothing you can do and run like as an alt-right uh politician there's nothing else you can really do at this point um but you think he will actually go the whole yeah. way and run didn't yes. he run run last time no, he, he doesn't have get, to win. He, no, he, he just missed, has to run. He missed the deadline. Yeah, he missed the deadline. Oh, um, he, he missed the deadline. I think he's going to go for it. Well, he said people talked him out of it. He said people talked talked him out of it, and then mm-hmm. he decided to. Uh, now he's decided. He's like, no one's going to talk me out of it. I am going to run yeah. for sure this time. So we'll see what. happens. I can't wait for the Republican primary. I cannot wait to oh, see like Donald Trump be... and Ron DeSantis and right. Kanye West. And Kanye West. Right. Yeah, like and it's funny. we're gonna be living in what a 
weird world. world yeah. What a, uh, yeah, reality what a time. TV what a star, time to be alive. Yeah. A musician and uh Guantanamo torturer. <laughs> All three <laughs> in the debate stage is gonna be for our next insane. Yeah, for the next Republican <laughs> the prime uh Rex Republican bid. It's it's absolutely yeah. cra- crazy because everybody was like, you know, I I've been listening to some of the po- politics behind with Ron DeSantis and they, everybody was saying like, hey there's no way that Trump can beat this guy. This guy is the new face of the Republican Party. But now with Kanye, you just, that's just the wild card. You just don't know what's going to happen. If I mean, if I'm a Republican. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to go vote for Kanye because at this point, like he's unhinged. The only thing that scares me is like, will Kanye start a war? I don't think so. Yes. Do you think he would? Yeah. Yeah, Israel better watch out. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> watch your back. Yeah, but he's well, not. He's not gonna go to actual Israel. He's just gonna go to Hollywood and go and start. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna do new, new Hollywood. He's gonna do Hollywood at this point. Yeah, Hollywood in New York then. Yeah, Hollywood, <laughs> New York. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be crazy. So. Yeah, so now with the Yay Watch, uh, we'll keep you guys informed of anything crazy that happens. Uh, <laughs> like I said, Ezra Miller, the Miller Watch has gone dark for the time being. Yeah, Miller uh, time is is safe now. Well, Warner Brothers certain young ladies. Well, I think Warner Brothers is going to uh, Warner Brothers has got him straight. Warner Brothers is doing some major. Uh, I would say not remodeling, reorganization right now. So I feel like somebody at Warner Brothers is putting down, you know, the backhand on them. Like, hey, you know, we're paying you a lot of money. Get your shit together. Like, don't make, don't embarrass us. Um, recently, the rock- that is not gonna work. I, I, but, yeah, what the thing that is, is it's, not gonna, it's gonna work. work. It's not gonna work. Maybe long term, but short term, I think it could work. Um, it's not gonna stop me from you watching think? Flash. I don't see like we got two years here till the next election. You think there somebody at Warner Brothers is gonna be like, I got I got this guy for two years. There's no way. Well, you don't even have him for two weeks. We're Warner Brothers. See. We're gonna have to see. We'll check. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it how it actually transpires. I just think that because I mean, recent news came out, there's some major changes that have been happening. The Rock recently came out and said uh that um Warner Brothers at first like because you know black adam hasn't been in talks for quite a while he yeah. said the only way that he was going to do black adam is if henry cavill came back as superman no if yeah. answer buts hey. about it and nice. he said that warner brothers was completely against completely against henry cavill yeah. coming back uh but because they want that rock money they said okay well whatever you want rock as long as we can get you sign you for these movie deals We'll bring Henry Cavill back. So yeah. I'm saying all these things like, well, Warner Brothers is obviously listening to somebody uh, with some with some common sense, and they probably have somebody who's keeping Ezra Miller uh, off of all reservations, uh, keeping him away from literally all, off the reservation, off the reservation, like making sure <laughs> that he's fine. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, of yeah. certain casinos. Yeah, casinos. He can't, man. He can't go anywhere in the middle, uh, mid U.S. whatsoever. Uh, um, so I think Warner Bros. might be doing a good thing. So we'll see what happens in the future. But um, I think this is a. a I mean, new, we, new we've already seen an example that you can't control crazy. You can't control crazy. All right, that's uh, true. you can't control crazy. We we have prime example. We're just talking about it. Well, that I mean, we all. I mean, they got rid of Amber Heard of 
Aquaman, you know, uh, Poops McGee, uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. They have yeah. Warner Brothers has a lot of crazy people, so I think Warner Brothers is probably allegedly. Like, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, Warner Brothers seeks <laughs> top talent, right? Sometimes yeah. top talent is very uh, volatile, yeah. and there's nothing. <laughs> high risk high reward you know what i'm saying exactly exactly that's that's a big uh fact. unfortunately reward has been elusive to one of them <laughs> <laughs> for the, the risk all over the place just all Look, risk. listen they just need all to risk go at this point. <laughs> yeah exactly all risk. No, no reward <laughs> no reward all risk baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> they need yeah. to uh have roman polanski direct the next uh DC movie, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No. <laughs> Look and no. see how much risk it is. Teen Titans, Teen Titans has all risk, all risk. Young Justice, but Polanski. God damn it! Yeah, it's a crazy time we live in. Literally, people have said that for many years. <laughs> I doubt any generation has actually been able to, uh, you know, prove it like we have. Uh, it is literally crazy. <laughs> crazy presidential nominees, crazy uh, wow, entertainment yeah. personalities, crazy billionaires running around doing things, yeah. crazy dictators. Oh, God, yeah, crazy town. I don't crazy. know. It is absolutely crazy. <laughs> crazy it's World crazy. Cup. I feel crazy like we're rolling a dice every day. Our, Iran, yeah. Iran wants uh, uh, the U.S. <laughs> kicked out of the World Cup uh, because of the fact that they changed their flag uh, to sh- show in solidarity with protesters. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. One and two, um, yeah, I don't think that most people are gonna be saying it against. I don't uh, know if uh, Iran has as as much juice as Iran thinks. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people are gonna be like, you know what, Iran, we we mm. stand behind Iran. I don't think most. Yeah. People, mm. I, I don't think they right thought now that the uh, the trend is not in their uh, favor. favor. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think uh, they have. Uh, I don't think they have much clout as they think they do uh, in this situation. Well, maybe they felt good about that claim because they would. Uh, you're not allowed to wear rainbows in the stadium. In the stadium, sure. Like yes. they were. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed yeah. to. But the thing is, is like I mean, at the end of the day. Uh, what are you? What is Iran going to say right now? Uh, the reason why, and the big thing about for Iran, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, and it's very sad that they're set to execute like fourteen thousand protesters. Um, Holy uh, moly! It's like eleven thousand protesters they're going to execute. Iran, uh, yeah, Iran. So, um, that's what they're. That's what the they changed the flags so as for solidarity for uh all the Iranian protesters. So, yeah, there's a lot of people whoa. in prison right now yeah like over 400 people have been killed in the protests oh god yeah. that's horrible yeah so that's why so i'm just all these people death sentenced huh yeah they're death sentences at this point and yeah, it's just it like yeah iran doesn't have much of a foot to stand on on this situation now granted <laughs> yeah, trying to wave their finger <laughs> yeah like oh we're on we're the moral police at this point like yeah, yeah. not gonna happen oh. but um what else? So what other news happened recently? Oh, so uh, big somebody was uh, talking about World Cup was complaining about the England and U.S. game uh, being zero yeah. zero. Oh yeah, uh, they're yeah. Like, Good they're for like, the U.S. This, this is only sport, <laughs> only sport where you get the same result as if you didn't play at all. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of a fair <laughs> point, a fair point for sure. But uh, mm. what else? Yeah, tie. I mean, the, the tie is a tie. That's still some. Yeah, no, and the fact that the U.S. kept it a tie against England. That's yeah. yeah. It is a little disappointing that do. every U.S. has just tied every game they've played. They've not. Uh, yeah, tell me about a, it. Mexico yeah. hasn't won a damn game. Yeah, it is, it's Argentina. been a very, it's 
It's been a very weird World Cup. Though. Yeah, the North American continent is not doing well. Yeah, so. didn't uh, what, what was it? Was it India that beat Argentina? India's no, it's uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi no. Arabia. I'm sorry. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah, Saudi Arabia. Arabia which is, that that was a great game. That was Japan, a great game Germany. Japan actually beat Germany. That's right. insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, yeah there's some yeah. weird things. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. It's a weird weird World Cup for sure. Um. Yeah, and then but you know the cool thing about Saudi Arabia is that they, you know the fact that they uh, beat Argentina, Argentina, um, they uh, gave them a national holiday for that. I was like, gave them like a two day holiday. Oh, Saudi really? Arabia? Yeah, they gave them a two day holiday. I mean, that. it's a big deal if you beat like uh, Argentina. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, like, they're a uh, World Cup champion, a former World yeah, Cup. Fucking Messi's World on that team. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's a big Messi, deal. Maradona was uh, Argentina. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but in this current one, Messi. Yeah, but me- yeah, yeah. But think about like yeah. the United States. If we if we had beat them, you know what happened? Nobody would have known about it. it Nothing. Would've, nobody would have yeah, cared. It, nobody would care. <laughs> it it wouldn't have been on front page. Yeah. <laughs> like you. Well, I mean, it, well, I mean, uh, it, it would make front page. You, but, if U.S. would beat them, it would have. They would. U.S. is at least a little bit more of a contender, on you know than than Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Saudi Arabia sure. is like out of. The, like a far left field possibility yeah, right. yeah it's, so i mean i think that's happened before who's that one team that beat brazil was it cameroon or it was uh, one team that beat brazil that was also I like about, uh, yeah. uh i can't remember yeah yeah it was, it was uh, if you had bet on that game you would probably be an instant billionaire mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was a crazy uh crazy odds across on those, it, yeah but. yeah i forgot yeah it was yeah i remember hearing about uh, i just can't remember the team um so yeah world weird world cup for sure um i don't i don't know uh what what other big things oh game of the year god of war three uh or not god of war god of war technically five <laughs> no agenda here no agenda here you know? <laughs> no agenda. I'm, not, I'm not a sony fanboy at all um no shell ben yeah it's not like they paid me for it or I, you know, <coughs> my, yeah you know, my thor hammer oh uh, here so, we go yeah yeah you peasants yeah. Yeah. um yeah, I've been playing God of War. Uh, you are justifying the purchase. That's yeah, all you're yeah, doing right yeah. now. It's definitely coping. <laughs> I'm coping right now. Uh, yeah, that's game of the year. Yeah, game of the year easily. It has to be. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> phenomenal game thus far. I I am shocked that this game, what that the the that the steel actually thought at one. I am point, not. Uh, yeah, I'm. Crim- I've criminally. N- um, uh, neglected. The word? Neglected. No. Criminally ne- neglected. Yeah, criminally neglected playing uh, uh, God of War, so I'm not uh, I'm not where I need to be. I've been negligent for sure. Yeah, with my responsibilities. I literally just started playing last night, and I was playing League of Legends. Oh, you stuff. just started? I just started, and I got through like man, the- what that game just like that first chapter is just like it just does not stop. It I'm like, where's yeah. the lull? Yeah, I I, I really <laughs> like the first two boss battles uh yeah i was like what the f-? like i was really trying to go to bed it was like two it was like 1 30 in the morning i'm trying to go to bed and all of a sudden this big ass boss battle happens where you know i'm getting knocked into into the sky i'm like holy yeah. shit like yeah and my wife's like eric time to go to bed let's go to bed like you say you're gonna be in bed i'm like baby i'm playing god of war shut the hell up and i did go to bed shortly after but yeah <laughs> they, that game is is all gas no break um mm-hmm. i'm so, enjoying yeah. it. i'm enjoying it like i got off work today i got off work today and like 
I was going over like overtime on, on work. Um, I'm not getting paid for it, of course. I'm just sitting there t- listening mm. to my coworkers, and I'm like, "Yeah, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I gotta go. I gotta play some God of War. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, I just started playing God of War. I've been playing for the past couple hours, but I'm one of those people that play like a lot of side quests. Like, mm. I don't just try to go straight through the game. Like, I really try to enjoy the experience. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, going, I'm going through side quests, and it's cool. Like. The game is like, hey, you can either do the side quest or you can do the main story. Pick pick and choose what you want to do. I'm like, fuck it, side quest all the way. So I spent the last mm-hmm. couple hours doing side quests and um and neglecting the main story because I'm just enjoying it so much. So mm-hmm. game of the year. Yeah, you gotta get your gotta get your value on that hammer, man. Don't worry about it. It sounds like I, I'm sorry, I can't hear peasant. That's why I'm all I'm hearing is mm-hmm. broke, broke, broke. I regret, regret, regret not getting a hammer. That's all I'm hearing. So yeah. Kiss my ass. Nah, uh, nah, I'm not. Uh, screw that, Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. Um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, any any other topics we want to touch on before we uh, jump into the main uh, main event? Uh, there is one one. I mean, one major thing that happened. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are, but Bob Iger uh, was reinstated as CEO of Disney, um, and that's a big deal. Um, because uh, he 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 presided over Disney's like all the major things you remember about Disney mm-hmm. uh, last few years acquisitions um, Star Wars Marvel 20th Century Fox a lot of decisions were under Bob Iger he like presided over this like golden age Pixar I mean he did tons of things since the mm-hmm. 80s mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of stepped down I don't remember why um feels like it was some kind of force out but he he stepped down um and he was replaced with the guy right before the pandemic and disney stock just <clears throat> has been on a, a like a downward spiral people have been pissed off with the parks people have been pissed off with certain if ed underground was here there's certain trends in movies that uh people have associated with the downfall of disney mm. so um MCU. across the board MCUs uh, across the board. Uh, Disney has been taking it. So, but I mean, um, I think profits are up for Disney. It's just like uh, mm. it's it's not like uh, it could be doing a lot better. But when shareholders start feeling it, um, then you see some change. So Bob Iger was reinstated reinstated out of surprise, <coughs> like a surprise uh, out of the blue. He came back. They reinstalled him as CEO. And he's um, a lot of people are expecting Bob Iger to do a lot of things. There's been a lot of talk about him. Um, so I'm, we'll see where that goes. Uh, I think uh, Disney just has too many pants. Like it, it's trying to do too many things and fans expected to cover all the bases. It's hard to recover from a pandemic and like, yeah. I mean, just how do you do that? It's, it's it's especially with something that big. But Bob Iger, man, he's 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 a legend for sure. So, mm. um, but yeah, I think that was pretty pretty huge news in entertainment world. Well, you you guys heard about that new uh, Disney movie that came out, and uh, I forgot what it's yeah. called. The the strange center of the planet or, or no strange land strange land <laughs> yeah, strange land or strange world yeah how it's yeah, projected world, yeah. it's projected to lose a hundred million dollars and this is like the first what? movie they said this is like the first movie in like uh, two decades that has por- has ever performed this so performed so badly on with the Disney franchise um, which is surprising um, 
because this I thought, is the worst Thanksgiving weekend in 30 years, apparently at the box office. This is like historically bad. Yeah. So yeah. that this is, if you're saying Bob Iger is coming back, uh, he's definitely inheriting, inheriting, uh, somewhat of a mess. Um, I don't necessarily know what he also created a lot of messes. If you look him up. So he just presided yeah. over a lot of good times. So well, that's you know, all I, well, you know, the funny thing is, is that every, like, when you do something very well, people mm-hmm. people will forget or people will forgive a lot of your shortcomings. So, um, like the Marvel acquisition, for the most part, that's a good thing. Marvel acquisition was, was like he got it. Well, he, well, I showed you guys the chart, right? Remember, yeah. I showed you the chart yeah. of how much money Disney has made yeah. since yeah. acquiring it. Like they acquired it for what? Like he acquired, yeah, like he acquired billion, Marvel for like twelve yeah, billion, for, and they got ninety. Yeah, nobody billion. knew it would become. I don't even think their best estimates predicted where marvel would end up being yeah. like how dominant it would be so yeah i mean he's obviously he's praised for a lot of like cool decisions he made but right. star wars like I mean, a lot of the star wars things that people hate he also presided over that he set all the pieces up he put people in position um but i don't know um but like disney's so like what do you, I, there's no way you can make everyone happy yeah, and there's no way that you can run a business in a uh in a world where everyone looks for every like possible angle on everything so yeah. i mean they got to survive you know their business and i i don't know but it's uh i don't envy that guy but he's probably the best guy for the job he knows that business mm-hmm. very well yeah no i agree so. um cool <laughs> so we'll see what the future of disney if you know disney I think we'll survive. Uh, obviously, we'll obviously to survive. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah it's obviously going to be sur- surviving. But how profitable they're going to be in the next couple of years? I mean, um, I will also say they will be very profitable. Very, oh, not I, prof- did, I, I, mean, I, I mean, not profitable. I mean, I think maybe some of the creative. Yeah, it's their creative uh, endeavors that is like either they're going to lean into just fran- like franchise labels and just try to just become repetitive uh-huh. or they will recapture what made them successful um for what over you know hundreds of years or however long disney's been around yeah, over 100 years over 100 years yeah i'll, I'll say <laughs> yeah, that so. maybe their best years hopefully their best years are not behind them um yeah, because yeah, you know, as we as we jump into uh, our main topic of Star Wars related content, uh, I definitely have some thoughts on some additional stuff of uh, Star Wars. Um, now that Disney has acquired them, Disney has they definitely have some cool stuff going on in the background, um, whether it becomes a um, it, whether it becomes realized within Disney and live action universe or even the animated universe will remain to be seen. But um, hopefully, yeah, I, I hopefully the, the best years are not behind them and uh, we get some really good quality content from them uh, coming up. Uh, but one thing that has done very well, I yeah. think we can all agree that has done extremely well recently uh, has been the star Wars TV shows. Um not all, no, of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Not all of them. Uh, but the ones that are good, they're extremely good. Uh, so the main topic we're going to talk about is obviously Andor, as you guys see on the title. Um, we had a finale last week. What do you guys think of Andor, the series? Are you talking about you? Start with you, Green Turner. Me? Uh, I thought the majority of the show wasn't. I didn't enjoy it. 
I think I enjoyed the last four episodes or three episodes. I, from the jail onward, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But everything before that, uh, it was too Star Wars-y for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the prison, it was cool to see like a actual penitentiary, you know, kind of prison in the Star Wars universe. Because we always see like, you know, the crudely made prisons where it's just like, you know, uh, cells or yeah. Or people being frozen in carbonite or whatever. But now we actually got to see uh, what the normal human would, you know, uh, have to deal with in space with like the hot floors and everything. Mm-hmm. A normal, and then I also enjoyed imperial. the other part. Yeah. Yeah. Imperial. You're yeah, right. Imperial. Um, oh, yeah. Spoilers, by the way, for anybody listening. If you haven't watched Andor and you don't want anything spoiled, uh, probably. Uh, tune out if you don't care. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're gonna talk about spoilers. Um, what yep. what do you think about the dark side? Um, and I I actually loved it. I think it's the uh, it's it's the best. It's better than Mando for me because I think that this series uh, it feels like an adult Star Wars series. Like if it, it's the first one that I felt that um, kind of steps away from. Um, the pop popcorn nature of star Wars and, mm-hmm. and like narrows in on, you know, the, we talk about the politics and the politics being boring and in the prequels. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's an idea behind the politics that was interesting. And I think Andor does a real good job of um, kind of flushing out the intrigue and the, um, the, like the espionage aspect of, of, uh, the games people are playing within like hiding within the empire, trying to bring it down. Um, so I loved, yeah, I loved everything about this setting, the structure, the the way it was shot. I mean, dude, I, when I say I love the series, I love the series right down to our, all the supporting cast still in scars guard is so good yeah. in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I, I absolutely am polar opposite. I love the structure. Really. I thought how to, after the heist, um storyline um the fact that they pivoted to a part two in the season and basically had an, a prison storyline mm-hmm. um and it's like the structure is so interesting you could have done two parts you could have cut this up into two seasons but it just kept coming at you and it kept being interesting and i really truly enjoyed a lot of what was presented yeah i i have to i have to agree with both of you honestly um, I can understand what uh, Green Tuner was saying. Like, it's it's definitely a slow burn at the beginning, uh, with Andor, especially. Um, this is a character. It's not Skywalker. It's not Palpatine. Uh, it's not Lando. It's not a Solo. It's Cassian. Cassian and Andor. Um, who mm-hmm. well, we we briefly got a look at in one movie. Um, and well, not briefly. He was one of the main characters in in uh, Rogue One. Rogue but one. but um. Yeah, it, it was a slow burn to get to know who Cassian is outside of just Rogue One and being yep. a general uh, for the Rebel uh, Rebel Army um, or the Rebel is a Rebel Federation. Um, and he's far interesting than than you thought. Like yeah. <clears throat> his character from Rogue One was. Yeah, and his character They're doing a good job of you know 
opening him up as a character. Yeah, and Rogue One, I thought he was interesting as well. I mean, but it just it, like you only have like a Rogue One is only like a two hour movie, so you only get a certain amount of screen time with this character. Which at the end of the movie, I did enjoy him as a character. But yeah, this is definitely a slow burn at first, getting setting up the character, setting up his backstory, his motivation. And so forth, uh, setting up the world kind of world building uh, with mm-hmm. inf- with Ferrix, uh, you know, new world that you know I don't think has ever been really shown uh, Star Wars, not that I can remember. Um, no. So like you know a lot of world building, but then you have the same people. You still have the Empire uh, with the ISB. Um, isp like setting them up and and so forth so we get to see more of we get to see more of the 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 inner workings of the empire and i it it takes a little while to build up for sure after the heist um or right before the heist actually kicks off um definitely slow and i can understand uh green tuner just like yeah this is kind of boring um but yeah once it gets past the heist it's kind of all gas you know no break and you go straight into like what dark side says you go straight into the prisons uh prison segment which they could have 100 percent, and we've seen this before um with just regular any tv show they can stretch they could stretch out that prison uh sequence for a whole season by itself they could do the heist a whole season by itself but the fact that they limited it to what five maybe four episodes of the prison stuff and got sweet yeah straight to the point uh i absolutely loved it and i just love the dynamic of like skarsgård i mean he is he his speech when he was on that 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 monologue monologue was it gave me chills it gave me kind of chills because it's like this dude, like, you know, he's like, when the, the informant is like, hey, you know, what have you given up? He's like, you know, I've given up everything. He looks like he's all put together, like he has, you know, the secret life, but he's literally given up everything to fight the Empire. Um, and that was such a, a, a such a great speech because, like, in past Star Wars, we've just seen people be like, I'm fighting the Empire because they're bad. You know, and I'm I'm not really sacrificing anything. I'm just fighting them because I feel like that's the right thing to do. Like this guy is like really like I've given up everything. I'm willing to give up anybody. I'm willing to do anything. Like threaten that guy's daughter. Like you know, how's your daughter doing? He's willing to do anything to fight this evil to a point where he's able to be evil himself. Where he's given up you know separatist leaders <clears throat> to pretty much be slaughtered. You know, mm-hmm. he, when he's talking to uh, what's his name? Uh, he gives up. Uh, Saul Saul Guerrero. Yeah, Saul Guerrero. He too, like, Saul Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you know, hey, we give up. Uh, Krieger. Yeah. It's a hey, thirty thirty bites to the cause. Yeah. <laughs> Guerrero's like thirty bites to the cause, and it's like that's that's the shit. You don't need Skywalker. You don't need Jedi. It's not. It's not a clean rebellion and i like how they're yeah. showing that it's not it was never a clean re- like we got on board with the rebellion when it was pretty state like it was organized and and clean you know right. to the point where uh you are you have like uh uh these uh, what is the word like lawfully good characters involved yeah. <laughs> you don't have these mixed um gray characters but the mixed gray characters facilitated uh, there's a great line in that monologue where he says something about like um um you know uh he he'll um something about light he'll never see the light of the sunrise that he's creating you know what i mean like and he he's like he's he's accepted his position in the order of things like he is 
he is that volatile. He no one will sing his praises. No one will remember his name. Yeah. He's accepted what his necessary position is in order to get this thing moving. And every like version of him that could ask for redemption or being able to walk away from this is gone. That 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 life is gone from him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that 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 monologue it, like lays out the sad situation of his life so well. And but it, it made it real. It made like Star Wars, <clears throat> the whole civil war and Star Wars into a very real and and, and like it contextualized all of these characters that uh, we've thought about like Mon Mothma or like Bail Organa and like all these like senators and we've seen the prequels and they have toys of them and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, these people like went through some, especially in light of we were just talking about Iran and we're talking about like um, states just like brutally brutalizing their populations and everything. This is like uh, a, a dose of uh, reality that uh, in in Star Wars that it was I think sorely needed um, just to change things up to make it interesting because we we just came off like Mando's great I love Mando but I think Mando represents more of the popcorn fun of Star Wars and Boba Fett was just not it didn't hit that it was it aimed for the nostalgia and it was not interesting um, and this is a show that's completely different and trying to do something completely different so. If, if the future of Star Wars is more, hey, let's do something not dependent on existing characters and, and just take Star Wars in different directions, I think um, I can be excited for Star Wars going forward if this is the future. Yeah, no, I, I agree 1,010%. Uh, I feel like this is the Star Wars. You know, you like, I mean, this is kind of a meme at this point. I like dark, um, yeah, dark stories. Mean- <laughs> it's kind of a meme at this point. Uh, yeah. It's I like the dark stories, and this is what this was. As you said, this is a rebellion that is built on the bodies of good people, innocent people, um, and they're trying to fight a an evil, which is the Empire. Um, which you know we can always get into the the evil of. Um, like Palpatine, right? Obviously, he's just a straight evil person. He, you know, sits there like, "Oh, I'm here for the freedom of people, and I want people to live a peaceful life." But what he just wants is power. M- removing him from the side because he's the the conical bad cartoonish guy. evil. Cartoon, yeah, cartoonish evil. Yeah. But then you yeah. have like the ISB, um, ISP, where they're just doing their job. Uh, you have these people who are just literally That's the scariest thing of all. Yeah, these the, people... these people are just furthering the like the the the, the mundaneness of their job is to further suffering, and it's they see it as just this is just life. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're they're against the empire. This is yeah. If you're against the empire, you're against me. This is my life. And these people, some of these people have as I forgot. I mean, I'm really bad with the names, but the the main guy who get who gets fired and he's still trying to fight. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He I forgot is, his name too. But he is all about truth and justice. He thinks yeah. like, hey, they're this the empire's law. That is the justice of the world. Yeah. And, and like re- removing Jedi and all this other bullshit, he truly thinks the Empire is good. If the Empire is doing is adding lawful lawfulness to the universe. So it's kind of like or to the galaxy. And it's crazy that um there are people that are like this, but they do it in such a way that 
you can kind of sympathize. I, I sympathize. Yeah, with you him. don't. You don't. Yeah, that that's I, the other thing I was going to say. Like it, it, this flips your heroes into a very darker um, gray area where they're like, okay, like we just talked about Stellan Skarsgård sacrificing thirty people for the greater good, and it flips your imperial characters into a positive light. I like. I forgot her name too. The the ISB um, investigator, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and the like. I like her as a character. I yeah. like her drive. I like her, like you, you're rooting for her in like when she's among her peers and they're kind of screwing her over and yeah. you're, you're happy when she does well, you know what I mean? So, and empire is interesting. Like the inner workings of the empire are interesting as hell. And this show is showing you that like, we just watched a guy like basically working a, an office job in the empire. <laughs> and it was still, I was like, wow, this is still interesting as hell. Yeah. Like I was rooting for him to actually catch, or get close to Cassian at one point. Yeah. Uh, I know at the end of the finale, he saves uh, uh, the Ed Underground is in the chat. Cyril, Cyril Karn. Cyril Karn. Cyril. Yeah, Cyril yeah. Karn. Like, he saves her at the end. She's about to get pretty much murked by the people of Ferrix during the rebellion. Ed Underground's trying really hard to convince us he actually watched this show. Yeah, right. Not yeah. buying it. Not, not buying it, Underground. Right, well, he, nice 100%, job. 100% Googling yeah. all of this. 100%. Um, but, 100%. You know, I'm, IGN I'm not, articles on, like, Overdrive right yeah, now. Like, right, right now, he has, like, three, he has three computers, like, dude, yeah. dude, dude, dude. San dude, Francisco, dude. San Francisco IGN offices, like, they're trying to figure out why they're overheating their servers <laughs> right now. <laughs> what the hell's going on over there? Why is there, like, 60 web pages open to IGN uh, for one IP address? <laughs> Holy shit. Like, is he the one? Um... But no, it's uh, yeah. You know, I was rooting for her absolutely, and yeah. you root for you root for kind of both sides because I like the fact that Cassian is not just necessarily looked at like, hey, he's the pragmatic, you know, good guy who's just always there saving the day, and you know, no moral, you know, the moral compass for him is always on the side of justice. Like, dude was like murking people left and right just mm-hmm. to save his to save his tail, and I love that about him. Because like you said, the rebellion is not a clean rebellion. Now, the Empire in general, like, granted, the Empire in general is evil. That's a given. We know that for a fact. But the fact that you see innocent people possibly dying, uh, even mm-hmm. the, uh, even the beginning of Andor where uh, Cassian kills his uh, informant friend. Yeah, the informant. Yeah, yeah, he kills him like, you know, the guy's like, oh, we're not going to make it. I'm, 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 yeah, because I'm so he knows. Yeah, yeah, he can be taken. Yeah, he kills him just like in cold yeah. blood. And it's just like, yeah. I like that. Like, give me more of that. Give me the more of the the moral gray. Like, we've had the 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 original Star Wars. We've had the 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 comical uh, prequels, and then the whatever sequels. Like, give us make make Star Wars mature. And I think now at a point. Like Mando's good. Like Mando is a mature, I think a mature Star Wars for sure. Uh Book of Boba, hot trash. It was a throwaway. But Mando, I think, is going to the level of maturity. Same thing with Rogue One. I think Rogue One is a mature storytelling of Star Wars. Now with Andor, we're getting more of that maturity where it's no longer we don't have to worry about the Jedi and the forces with you. Let's look hear about the grassroots rebellion and what the crazy shit they had to do to get to that point of you know, like even in Rogue One, Cassian somebody he's had to kill people and so forth. Like I like that about him. Like the fact that he's not he's willing to do whatever he needs to do for the rebellion. And just like with Skarsgard, he's willing to um set a foundation of bodies 
that will never be talked about. People will never know who they are, including himself, will be the mm -hmm. skeletons that will uh, set the foundation for the Federation to actually rise and the Republic to actually be uh, reinstituted. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think Andor, I, I applaud Disney for this. Um, but this is what kind of makes me scared about it at the same time mm. is that Star Wars, like the viewership for this show was actually pretty low uh, mm. comparatively to other Star Wars series, uh, specifically it's all about Mando. And it kind of scares me that the good shows like this are being disregarded just because of the reputation of the sequels. And I think maybe people are just, you know, because people weren't really a huge fan of Rogue One. Uh, uh yeah i th i found that yeah like, which we're, i found that weird yeah yeah we're big fans and we've talked about it a lot and mm. uh but yeah there was there's this uh stigma for some reason that rogue one has that people don't like and i found it and, i mean talking about andor like you said it came out of the gate amid a lot of like star wars and disney hate right mm -hmm. like i mean she hulk mm -hmm. andor so like the fandom the online fandom, the ad undergrounds out there were like uh, they're they're ready to uh, poo poo anything that comes out of, of Disney here. And I, I I found it interesting that when Andor came out, it, it you know like you said it 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 has low um, uh, ratings, uh, no ratings, viewership, like viewership. The viewership's low. It's not as uh, as dynamic as other shows. So uh, I mean they've they celebrate that you know what I mean like they're like oh okay Disney's failing look they're making and then as, as Andor progresses and and people are like loving the show that all that has gone away and and now if you look at the same voices on YouTube out there and on Reddit they're all like oh more of this Disney yeah. more of this yeah. less like it's completely like where were you guys when the show premiered where you were like oh this is why Disney sucks and it's failing you know like yeah. oh now it's like Oh yeah, you know. So, I just find it interesting that some of these voices are just like, um, you know, they'll they'll spin around so quickly on when Disney does something uh, good. And but about the viewership, I really feel like this show, it, it, it this show reminds me of like, um, like you know, think of the first season of Breaking Bad or something like. I think it, it it'll it'll premiere. To a smaller community, I I know I have a feeling that it's going to build a lot of word of mouth, and it's going to like slow burn grow like over time. Like a lot of these like memorable shows of the last few years that have done that that built their viewership, yeah. I feel like Andor can do that um, and be like a, a bigger piece of the uh, Disney Plus package. Yeah, so I hope so too. Um... I kind of look at it like, you know, the same thing that you said is the Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones when it first premiered, people were, I mean, it was high viewership, but nowhere as near as it was when it uh, ended. Same thing, like you mm -hmm. said, with Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, nobody really cared about Breaking Bad. Oh, it's just this new show on AMC, not a big deal. And then boom, it's one of the most talked about, one of the most popular shows to date. Uh, still has one of the highest viewing records uh, in cable TV history. Um so and still popular to this day mm -hmm. um so I, I really hope that andor becomes a bigger staple for the star wars franchise than it is than it has been um and i I'll hope that in the future and this is another topic i want to bring up later I, I asked this in the chat earlier uh in our private chat 
had anybody read the Vader comics. Um, I felt like there's a lot of good material out there in the Star Wars universe. It's just you need somebody who's brave enough. Disney. Uh, this is kind of a call to action for Disney. Someone being Disney, being brave enough to break away from the happy-go-lucky, easy stories to tell, uh, the easy Skywalker, easy Jedi, Ahsoka series, uh, Mandalorian series, like, like you know, get away from this whole Jedi thing and be able to do mm-hmm. things that I mean, even though what I'm saying about the Vader, they they incorporated or they. Um, adopted or adapted the um vader comics into a live action show um this they did no i'm saying no that's that's what i'm saying this is kind of the call of action um Mm. that you know i just said oh get away from the jedi stuff but then boom i'm talking about like hey make the vader comics into a live action uh yeah show Mm -hmm. but you know this is this is the dark stuff like the the real world uh or not the real world the real uh world building of Mm-hmm. The Star Wars um, story in general, mm-hmm. whether it's a Skywalker saga, I mean, because it's still dealing with, technically with the Skywalker saga. Um, this could be so much more, and it could be so great. Where, like, I was talking to like somebody, I was talking to my brother-in-law recently about this, and I think it's pretty unanimous. Everybody thinks like the original Star Wars is really good right everybody's like the original star wars is damn near perfect which i can understand for the time is perfect but the story is still there's definitely a story that's lacking there's a story um that could be more that could be told outside of that like while the original concept of star wars was very limited to those you know three movies and you know george lucas probably never considered that star wars would be ever to this level but there's a lot of story building that can be done world building that can be done and there's a lot of great media that's already out there that can be uh, adapted it just needs a brave studio disney to go ahead and greenlight some of these more darker gritty realistic um stories that can be told now do i want all bloodshed mm-hmm. and gore of course you know like we we're talking about with superman superman supposed to be the shining light no it doesn't have to be all bloodshed and gore absolutely not but yeah. you know the, the the reality of a rebellion not being a you know we're the good guys rah 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 we don't ever cross the line you know or we we're i'm marrying my daughter off to a thug because i am giving money to the rebellion uh yeah you know another like yeah, another aspect of the like they they sneak it. There's nothing clean about that. Yeah, about any character, everyone's got dirt on their hands, and everyone's doing things they don't want to do. Um, so yeah, they get into every aspect of that show. Everybody's dirty. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's dirty, and I mean, you see like people being radicalized against the empire. Like the yeah. kid, the kid through the um. Uh, through the bomb, he created built a the, bomb. Built the bomb. Yeah, his father got killed. His yeah. father got killed by the empire. And dude yeah. built a bomb. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you were gonna profile anybody, I'd be like, that I profile that kid right <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He looks the part. Yeah, he, he looks, looks the part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks the part. Definitely does. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <I like laughs> yeah. And then he do have the, the obvious bomb that was taking in his in his satchel. Is he? Like, yeah. And you see, the, you see the the, the uh, imperial guards like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, it's not a clock. When that on. kid like uh, stuck his hand in there, I was waiting for like the movie that they always put 
Hollywood when they put like a Middle Eastern place where it's like a call to prayer or something in the back. Oh, okay, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like putting his head into the back. <laughs> You're such an asshole. You realize this is a galaxy far, far away, right? This is not, uh, God, you're, this is not. Fire. You know what they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. we know what he they did. He basically grabbed like the equivalent of a pressure cooker <laughs> <laughs> and put it in his backpack. He did. All right. But, but it makes yeah. sense though. Like, I mean, and the the cool thing is they didn't go into too much detail about it. Like, they didn't be like should have just had like the little letters at the bottom. What? Like, uh, what's the planet that the Ferex? Ferex. Yeah. It's like Ferex. You know, like you see each letter oh, typed yeah, out yeah. like in a tever. Yeah, <laughs> Ferex, whatever. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. Um, but no, it was cool that they they didn't they didn't go into detail. Be like, hey, his father was just uh, tortured and killed, uh, and that's why he's doing it. It just kind of that last episode just kind of really played off emotions, and you know, all these people mm. are trying to look for um, people. All, everybody's looking for Cassian. Literally, everybody's yeah. there for Cassian. Everybody's Cassian, for Cassian. Yeah, Cassian is there for his mother. Uh, but you know, it was it was so awesome to see all these different agendas coming, coming. Yeah, forward. Converging, converging together. Yeah, like very, yeah, it's crazy. Very satisfying finale. Uh, just the way they like set up that finale episode, where all these interests are converging together and for different purposes, but uh, you finally, you know, they found a great way to bring them all together. Yeah. I was just waiting for Andy Serkis to show up in the end. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I made it! I can swim. He's so wet. I learned to swim. swim. Yeah, I learned to swim. I can't swim. Like, I was yeah. like, but that was, you know, that the that was thing, such a that was such a uh, yeah. that was a good scene, and that was such like a, that was a great fucking, scene. Like, that was a fucking like knife, like turn you know, yeah. in the chest, because it's like yeah. this dude went from I'm I have only 20 more cycles left and I'm gonna have here and then to I'm how many people how many guards four guards and then breaking out shooting the guards and then right at freedom realizes he didn't realize which is kind of blows my mind how did he not know coming in that it was surrounded by water which is crazy to me but yeah the yeah one, everyone because yeah everyone came in the same way yeah they can see outside it. their windows yeah um, unless you know maybe like you're so enveloped with freedom that you don't realize it till that moment like oh shit i can't swim yeah, <laughs> yeah. so but, like you're so wrapped in freedom yeah you just yeah. yeah he finally got freedom not only to but, realize that he's now gonna he's gonna die either way either he jumps or he's gonna stay in the empire's vision yeah, and guards. He's gonna die. I guess that was their thing, though. They were trying to at least die free, man. Well, because yeah, they yeah. did, did allude the to the fact that a lot of prisoners died. Yeah, or tip didn't of the make hat it out of the, the show. Water. Yeah, tip of the hat to the show for like again. You could have made it so that hey, everybody made it. We're all on the beach. Yeah. Mm. Again, it was just like that. That like um, you know the moment in Saving Private Ryan when the door opens and it's just like heads are exploding in front of you like mm -hmm. i mean yeah. you're, you know you might not make it it's one of those moments where it's like andy circus the last scene you see of him is like he's like i i can't swim and andor is pushed into the water that's it we never see him again yeah what a yeah. like realistic dark like he's a character they they make you like they make you invested gone gone and so interesting and it's not and the thing is they don't give him a proper send-off and i think yeah. that's what the, the great thing about it is that you know that gives Andor even more i think it just it makes his case even that much greater that 
he's been helped by people who obviously are being wronged by the empire um and still at the end of the day they will die they've been such like comrades to him and we don't and in reality we don't know how long andor has been there because you know they do the kind of like a time jump thing so i don't think and andor wasn't think, there for i think they do mention because how how long he's been gone um on Ferrix, someone mentions how long he's been missing. Oh, I didn't realize that. Then I, I feel like it was a couple months, but I I think it was it amounts to a few like they mentioned a certain amount of weeks, which amounts to a few months. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the exact amount. So but it's just yeah. it's just cool that they didn't give it no payoff. Like they didn't see you didn't see any circus like he falls into the water, he gets shot on the way down or something like that. You just you don't know what happens to him that's just you know i know we're gonna talk about uh i don't know how much we'll talk about rogue one but i watched rogue one after i finished and or the finale and um there's like obviously i was looking for certain things from and or the show and you know there are one or two things that i liked and there's one line where they're imprisoned in Salguera's um base and they, one of them, one of the guys say like, oh, this place sucks. And he says like, I've been to worse prisons. I thought like that, that contextualizes after seeing the show, you know, that was a throwaway line. Like I was just a badass, but man, like we've literally seen this guy go to worse prisons. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it just, it occurred to me while you're talking about the prison. Yeah. Uh, so green tuner, you've been relatively quiet about this, uh, the show so far. Uh, what would you find is to be your favorite, like your favorite uh, aspect of um, Andor? I think like Dark Side said, just the uh, storytelling. I like when they do new things. That's why I didn't really enjoy the heist that much because I've seen heist before. Sure. In Star Wars, obviously not like this, but I've seen them before. But the fresh idea of like we said, like having the prison having the we've seen revolts but at least like the you know like the collateral damage that you know you get from a rebellion and things like that yeah uh that's why i enjoyed the show that's why i said like the first part of the show i wasn't really too much into and then the second part i liked much more i wish we had more concepts like the prison i want to see more stories like that like what do you mean grab like weird like because it's you know it's it's a galaxy right so you have everything to pick from uh -huh. uh, we hadn't seen a a prison with inmates like the one that we saw in andor this is uh, not a prison by remember. the way you keep calling it a prison this is a death camp yeah okay death camp. death camp fine yeah the, death camp okay well pr okay death camp they were i know yeah. they were they weren't but you know they were sold on the idea that it was you know like a prison. Yeah. Or something. yeah 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 but again, okay, another like grim but reality of real war. Another grim reality. Seeing things mm -hmm. like that, yeah. it's, I would enjoy more. Uh, it doesn't have to, you know, what I mean, just something new and fresh like we got. I mean, it was literally, I it was literally a slave. It was a slave camp because I don't know if you guys, camp, yeah. if you guys watched uh, at the the stinger at the end of the finale. That, yes, the, no. the, yeah, that, I like oh, that. You didn't see it. No. Oh, so the singer was is that the you know those units that they were building? Uh yeah. they were like, We don't know what they like, we don't know what these parts are for, but they obviously yeah. need a lot of them. It was actually the panel for the Death Star. So they were building like the so connecting joints. Oh. So you see in the, in the stinger, you see all the robots, you see the, yeah. the you see the Death Star like being disc like de being deconstructed. 
or you see it in a yeah. deconstructed state and you see the the, yeah. main, the main um cannon that shoots out all uh, the lasers that shoot out they were they yeah. were using those parts to build connect the solar or the the panels together for the death oh, okay. of the death star so that was the whole thing it's just like damn you know that's they're literally slave labor to yeah. build the to death build star. that yeah Mm-hmm. So that was again another yeah. interesting shade in in like like a layer added in here that you like to the to the overall Star Wars narrative we've always had just adding more interesting stuff into it like you said showing stuff that's new I think Reed Junior said it well that's what mm-hmm. I think the the show does really well yeah I mean I think that's what I enjoyed sorry no go ahead go ahead oh, I think that's what I enjoyed about the main titles. <laughs> the second movie the most of the newer star wars uh mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. Uh, because it was uh, dipping its toe into those concepts which is i what i think people hated the last where they jedi? showed like uh yeah last jedi yeah where they last showed jedi. like the fact that you know the weapon sellers were selling to both the alliance and the or the rebels and the you know empire right yeah and you know like all this other like things that just made more sense but I think um, it's it's I think that like you said that aspect is really interesting. But I think in the context of that movie, it did not come off well because yeah. the narrative was so convoluted that you're just it feels like it you're throwing convoluted. in a, a message yeah. into a movie that's like yeah. you're already like you don't have a good movie here. Like I mean, you have a good movie, but you have like a really mixed message of a movie, and you're throwing mm-hmm. in like the a political essentially a narrative uh an yeah. agenda basically and i think in the proper context like that in andor amazing right yeah. yeah but like that in the last jedi it just felt like why well, we get like same it's like how you topic. felt about politics and prequels you know what i mean like people yeah, were like, yeah stop true. showing us politics politics can be super interesting in the proper context but it you know, could be so. yeah yeah but if it were between that and like the Senate hearings of the prequels, yeah. I'd much rather see the hammy messages than having to sit through the damn, you know, uh, Senate debates again. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm down it, for a oh. uh, political uh, Star Wars show because I love like the West Wing. I don't know if you guys ever watched the West Wing. I, I love that show. Yeah. Um, it, there's a lot of political shows that are, like on the surface are like, ah, oh, this can't be interesting. Man, are they interesting as hell? So I could so see are you like the trying uh, to say that the prequel Senate scenes were as gripping as the West Wing. Uh, the West Wing is a million times more interesting That's than right. the, the <laughs> Senator Amidala calling for sanctions on the Trade Federation. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she did it in the most monotone voice. I like yeah, I need sanctions. Uh, yeah, it's like stop this rebellion. Yeah. Like <laughs> you have all the people. Ah, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I see. The thing is, I have to agree. the The politics can be very, very good. Um, yeah. I think the the politics in the prequel were kind of overshadowed by just some bad acting and focusing a lot on the Jedi. Um, but the fact that like, if you had a good politic, it doesn't have to be, I, I don't want a political show. I don't want the star Wars, the, the West wing, uh, the Senate council. Uh, yeah. You do. Eventually it will happen. Yeah. Me, that. But the thing they're going to have to like run the well dry of using Jedi's. 
So they're going to eventually do hey, like man, the politics I mean, side. Like, if there's one thing that Star Wars can take away from this, and we just all kind of said it, is look for the new avenues yes. of stories you can tell right. in the Star Wars universe. I was just thinking like, um, like you know Imperial. Be good? Imperial stuff. Wookies. Wookies. No, no, no fucking Wookies. 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 I'm, I'm kinda... <laughs> oh, Wookie? <laughs> Uh, and Ewoks. I'm talking about the little Wookiees, not the big Wookiees, not Chewbacca. Oh, you talking about the Ewoks? The ones that are cannibalistic, but for some reason they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Ewoks. Yeah, Ewoks. Yeah, Ewoks. Yeah, yeah. Ewoks. Oh, yeah. sorry, Ewoks. Yeah. yeah, that's what you I know. Want. What I want? I want, I want, a, I want cousins, an Ewok cop show. Cop show on uh, with Ewoks, just like their life. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no. One is an Ewok. The other one's a Wookiee. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, partners that shouldn't be together. Yeah. Do you know that yeah. actually Ewoks and Wookiees are actually cousins? So that would actually make a lot of sense. There you go. Uh, that there would you be go. pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And then the weapon of Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. Uh, yeah. Was the, Wookie the, Cop PD. Was the, <laughs> was the, the Jawaks? Ja, the Wookiee is, is the crazy off the rails guy. Yeah, no, Gibson, man. Get like him the in old there. guy that has been in the forest for too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I want the Ewok to be the Murtaugh for sure. Like he's too old. He's too old for that shit. Yeah. He is like two hundred nine. Like if you have like Chewy or something like that, Chewy is like three hundred yeah. damn years old. Yeah, like I'm too old for this shit. Um, mm. or you know the what was the, the Jawa? Uh, what's they called the um the Jawas? The little Jawas? Yeah, Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, that would. Which one are those ones? They're the little um. They wear the hoods and they have the glowing eyes and the dark and then the scavengers. Yeah, those yeah. uh American yeah. pickers with the Jawas. Yeah, they will come uh, on. Yeah, it's all there, Disney. <laughs> that would yeah. be that would actually be fucking amazing. American pickers, they yeah. could do that. What is that? Uh the storage container wars. Storage, storage wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They would be so fucking awesome. That. Jawas. That would, yeah, that would be hilarious. One of Call the us, Jawas Disney. is like Call a us. <laughs> <laughs> What you said what? One of the little Joe's has like a catchphrase. Doesn't the guy in the yeah, Star there's Wars a yeah, there was a guy on Star Wars that had a catchphrase, <laughs> like get her done or yeah, something. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, get her done. Yeah, yeah. There was no, that was uh, uh Jeff Bridges, but there was a guy that was uh oh, there was a guy that was yep. He would just be uh, yeah, 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 yeah when the they were bidding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that would be hilarious. See, the thing is, like, so the 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 the, poli- the politics. What I'm saying is like when you get out of like if you actually have a um a sensible story of the sith actually because you know like um they need uh, to visit the sith what's it like in uh, them sith um what's his name what was uh sidious's teacher um plagueis plagueis there we go plagueis how because plagueis is the one that got him on the council so to actually like go through and have plagueis like see who plagueis was because you know plagueis you know plagueis the wise he was extremely smart uh i would love you know have a star wars where they show him sidious him getting sidious on the council him uh sidious you know eventually killing plagueis and then you know the kind of the backward uh the backward um manipulation of the senate i think that would be kind of cool um now, granted, it's not going to have like lightsabers and all those like, crazy lightsaber, or maybe it will. But I think that'd be kind of cool. They should stay the hell away from established characters. Like, I mean, I know well, Plagueis we have not of, seen, but like, <clears throat> um, and I, yeah. I, I agree with you. That it could be interesting, but I think that the what Andor kind of like does is it, take characters that are either m- like 
like I don't know, Green Tuner is Lobot in his background, the best character ever. So like I mean, mm-hmm. you can have show me Cloud City, how that functions. I mean, yeah. like yeah. Lando Calrissian's running a Cloud City basically yeah. under the Empire's thumb. How interesting could that be on a day to day level? That could be really interesting. It you know, be, I mean, yeah. show us well, that. What about crap? Uh, like I said, a Sith show. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Or just something more. I want to learn about the Sith, the old I, Sith. I definitely Sith. feel you're going to get Sith, and I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to soften the Sith. Of course. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, like, I would like to go back to like the ancient Sith before when he did yes, the, the rule. Yes, ancient Sith. Like, exactly. When they, when, yeah. they, when they established the rule of two, uh, maybe the Sith, uh, the Sith Jedi War, the ancient yeah, the war. Jedi that Sith the, war yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be cool. Um, there is a show coming called The Acolyte, and I think doesn't that take place like thousands of years in the past? Uh, There's a show. It's I mean, it's the it's casting called, is done and it's shooting right now. It's the called Acolyte. The Acolyte. Yeah, Star Wars uh, The Acolyte. Look that up. It takes place like really, really far back into the past of Star Wars. <clears throat> but it has to do oh, with yeah, Jedi's, I, I believe. I do remember that this is coming out. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Um yeah, for, yeah. This is going back 132 BBY. Uh, I don't know where that is in the Star Wars before before Battle of Yavin. So it's like 132 years before A New Hope. Okay, so yeah, then nerd. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what a nerd. <laughs> Um, uh, it's that I know. 132 uh, years before the war of Kalikawa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think the, the Sith, the established characters definitely are a scary thing. Um, the one thing, so I think we all, we, well, before we jump into talking about that, uh, do you guys want to give a quick score for Andor and then we can jump into the show? Yeah, yeah. And then we can talk about kind of like Rogue One and what we want from Star Wars. Because I kind of want to talk about the Vader comics a little bit. And sure. this kind of goes into right. this kind of goes into the uh, the topic we we're talking about uh, other storylines and not touching established characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So for me, I would give Andor, uh, I would give it a nine. Uh, I think oh, wow. Andor was damn near perfect. Uh, it was a slow start for sure, slow burn, but the the show is, I think, honestly, um, outshines the Mando. I think in the first, especially if you're going if you're going to go season one to one, I think it outshines the Mando. I think that Mando overall is better, but they've had you know three seasons to. Uh, polish that up so um i think that that's a um a win for mando but that's just only because you have more content uh to go through um but i think yeah a solid nine i think this is one of the best best shows by far and i haven't gotten through all the tv shows like the bad batch you know stuff that's highly regarded uh like star wars anime series um but yeah i think that's gonna be uh uh did you ever watch any of the animated series? No, I never really watched the animated series. I, I watch Neither them like have sp- I. Sparingly, I will watch them like randomly. Yeah. Um, but everybody that I know who has watched them, they said the animated series is always, be- for the most part, better than live action. Uh, okay. No, because what I was going to say, it it seems like such a hassle to have to watch all those episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of the animated series. Yeah. Like that's a commitment if yeah. you want to watch the. Yeah. Yeah, I went to watch the Bad Batch and I was like, shit, this is 
there's a lot. Um, I kind of just like to either watch the movies and keep it pushing or watch, you know, like a TV show and so forth. But like, if you had to catch up on Mando, it's kind of the same thing um, as well. Mm. But I, I like kind of like, I'm more attuned to the live action. Uh, I'd rather stick to that than having to go to the cartoons. Yeah, but, but Mando is much more easier to achieve watching all the seasons than watching however many animated series episodes there are. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Very yeah. true. Very true. So, I just meant time commitment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I give it a nine. I think, like I said, I think it's damn near a perfect uh, Star Wars show, uh, especially when you compare it to other Star Wars shows. But that's not, I'm not par- comparing to any. I just think it's a nine solid show. I wish more people will watch it. And I, I wish that more people, I, I agree with dark side. I think more people will jump, will jump on the bandwagon eventually. Um, they just need this first season to go through, but I think through word of mouth, people are going to, uh, come to, uh, like, and, or especially if they keep the cast, they keep the pacing as they did with the first season. I think it's going to be mm. solid. So, mm. all right. Who's next? All right. All right, I'll yeah, go next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll give it six blurries. Six? Uh, like okay. s- yeah, six. So, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, most of the show, I, you know, I, I'm i not a huge Star Wars guy, so most of the show didn't really interest me as much as from the death camp on. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Dark Side? Yeah, I'm also going to give it nine because I, I think that it's um, it's it's and I, I was thinking about this. It is the best thing Disney has ever done with Star Wars. Since they've t- taken it over, I think it's yeah. the best direction they've taken. They've taken Star Wars forward, whereas everything else has either been the same and they do it well or they do it poor or they take it back a step. This is the first time I'm looking at something that they took Star Wars and they're moving it forward on the field and to a level where I'm like, okay, they we're not talking about something I've seen before. This is just a, a direction I was not expecting. And I love, like, there's hope in the future of this. Whereas everything else, like as much as I love Mando, Mando is a really good version of something I'm familiar with and like, and very mm-hmm. comfortable with. Right. Uh, you know, but it's not, you know, it didn't surprise me unexpectedly. This did. So, um, yeah, for that reason, I think it's the a nine for sure. Uh, that's I'm happy you said that. I feel like, and I see like, and not to discount what Green Tuner said, I definitely get why he didn't like the the first half because like it's a slow burn. Uh, but I think the slow burn it is absolutely off. a slow burn. Yeah. I think the slow burn paid off, uh, especially at the end. Like you get it, it built more of a um a repertoire with this character. We uh, never really talked about one thing I wanted to mention. Um, Lucian's ship, his escape sequence where he does, where um, they try to pull him over. Oh, the that was cool. To, yeah. They're trying oh, to yeah. put the tractor beam. But do you see what they're doing there? That's, that's James Bond's Austin Martin. Yeah. He oh, it was in oh, a ship that yeah. had all kinds of gadgets and oil slick and, like they're all like, how's this cart? You know, how's this <laughs> ship doing? We're basically yeah. watching James Bond, and like I was watching, going, "Holy crap! This is a concept I've never seen in Star Wars." Where this is like taking that espionage level to like what James Bond does, just in Star Wars mm, yeah. again, another unexpected place. Yeah, that was actually a really badass scene. I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I got nervous. So I'm like, are we gonna see him get captured and? 
die before he can. He's too cool. Yeah, he's, like again, they're they're creating a character that's too cool. Yeah, but the thing is, his, <laughs> I, I think they make him so cool is going to eventually his downfall will be very yeah. interesting. Um, will be interesting. We, yeah, yeah, we we know that he's not going to live uh, to see the empire uh, fall. Um, so at this point, we know he's going to probably die a crazy death. I I'm looking forward to that because he is such a badass character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Espionage, hundred percent. I yeah, he is the James Bond uh, in the Aston Martin. You know, flame mm-hmm. th- flamethrower is out the telepipe and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Ed Underground, while we're continuing talking, give us your scores. I know you're here with us in the chat, uh, in the spirit. Uh, get- he's in Force Spirit. He's with us. Yeah, he's in the Force Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's because uh, the Force is female. And he's definitely uh, in the Force. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, tell us uh, your score uh, as well. Um, nine. Oh, God. Nine. nine. Bunch nine. of fucking suckers okay yeah just because you can't understand the artistic direction that andor mm-hmm. is going in don't be mad yeah. at us okay dude mm-hmm. it's so many like i mean we're just you just mentioned artistic direction that the last episode of the heist where that asteroid belt is shooting through the planet you mm-hmm. know yeah. and they have to fly mm-hmm. through it mm-hmm. visually so cool like yes. i mean like there was and and like so many beats were interesting and I was like, okay, I, and I think you did it, Creamcast, where you thought the show was done at one point. Yeah. I thought the show mm-hmm. was done at that heist point. I was like, cool, I, really good first season. Yeah. And I got up to leave and they're like, ah, you just got not even halfway done here. Yeah. I thought they were done. I think they're, I thought they were done at the prison. I was like, oh, we're going <coughs> to have a whole half season, another half season of prison, mm-hmm. of prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to get sodomized and, He's now notice like, I hate the empire now. <laughs> now notice uh, Ed, Ed Underground's Ed Underground gave it a nine out of ten, um, and I can't help but notice there isn't a strong female lead here. What do you think about that? Like, do you think there's any correlation there? I think that there might be a correlation, um, but no. But the thing is, he liked Rogue One, and that was a female lead, so. Um, I I don't think there's. A Did he like Rogue One? He, Does he, he like Rogue One? Yeah, he liked he liked Rogue One. He thought that was okay. good. He didn't. Okay. He said he didn't understand. Uh, why people hated it as much as they did. Oh, um, okay, okay. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he said in the past. Um, so overall, um, I think that he's fine with. Uh, and it, well, yeah, I mean, story. he's in the chat right now. He's trying to articulate his nine. He says, "Uh, Mandalorian was uh has, still has a special place in my heart because." They brought back Luke Skywalker like I always wanted. I like the female lead in Rogue One. He's clarifying he's not a misogynist. Yep. I'm not buying it, though. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I mean, fake news for sure. But Fake news um, for sure. Rogue One. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Watching Andor, I watched Rogue One before watching Andor. And I it gave me a much more. No, actually, I watched Rogue One. Like after like three or four episodes of uh, you watched it halfway through. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I loved it. I I gave I loved Rogue One from the jump. Uh, I thought it was an excellent, probably the best prequel sequel of the Star Wars. You know, ever since the Disney, it's the be- it's the best movie they've made. The best movie. This is right. Yeah, outside yeah. of the, I I don't want to touch the prequels because people get really. Uh, no, no Disney. I mean, what Disney's made. Disney's made. Yeah, yeah. So this is the best thing they've made. I think yeah, Rogue One. I would say. Far. I would say so. Uh, yeah. uh, completely superior. Even the, the the face the face swapping that they did of 
uh what's his name uh tarkin tarkin yeah, yeah they, they they did it perfect i honestly I to like, be honest with, yeah. i was like is that i'm like that can't be him so i watched went back and watched empire strikes back yeah. uh or not um yeah empire strikes back no no is it new hope well i saw new hope, new hope yeah i was like wait a minute this motherfucker has to be like 90 years old. Like, there's no way. I'm like, it looked that good to me. Um, yeah, just that's the best thing it did. It, Rogue One is such an emotional uh Star Wars movie. Not for like, oh my dad, blah blah blah. Uh, even though Matt Mickelson is uh I think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um mm. but he it was emotional to the point like, you know, these people are literally giving up their lives just to get the star uh the death star plans you know to the rebel forces and it gives it more it gives it more uh emotional impact like you know we like when we see like new hope and you know empire strikes back it's kind of like you know it can't be 70 80s type of movies like hey i'm gonna go fight this i'm gonna fight the bad guys and hey mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get put into all these dangerous situations but i'm gonna come out scot-free i might lose an arm i might lose a hand but overall, I'm fine. This one's like people are legitimately, legitimately dying for this, and uh, everyone I, dies. Everyone dies. Yeah, literally every, everyone. Everyone dies. And yeah, was, literally everyone. Yeah. Like, so at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, this guy dead. Dead. <laughs> oh, the two monks dead. Yep. The uh, what's it called? The pilot that went crazy. Oh yeah, just a grenade dead. Grenade, <laughs> yeah. It's like die. <laughs> they just kill everyone. Robot K two S O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Dies. yeah. Everybody dies. Wow. And it's such a it's such a real a reality of how threatening the Empire is to the Federation. Uh and yeah. then people are willing to die. So that's why I think Rogue One is bar none. If I going back now is and watching I didn't appreciate it when I first saw it a long time ago. Um mm. or I initially saw it and then seeing it now, it made me really appreciate like this is like almost damn near the most par- perfect Star Wars movie. You overall, appreciated overall. it for all the wrong things. I think at the time, I remember the last five minutes was ev- what everyone wanted to talk about. The Vader sequence yeah. um, was like yeah, the talk, of the, the time, talk yeah. of the town. Everyone talked about the Vader sequence. Yeah. But now, like, I mean, I totally forgot that was in the movie until we got to it this time, watching mm. it this time. Um, but you really like, you really, uh, uh, appreciate how much like we're getting the like, we talked about the popcorn version the mando's a popcorn version of star wars yeah. that i like this was the popcorn version rogue one was a popcorn version of andor where yeah. they're like i mean they they the, there's shades of that darkness there where they killed everyone off mm-hmm. um there and then there's shades of the ideas where he kills like the informant in the beginning mm-hmm. so you see these characters are uh, conflicted or they're they're dealing with um um, just like the the darker parts of their their the decisions they have to make, and even the rebel alliance is unsure yeah. on whether or not to commit. You know to what me, I mean? Yeah, the, yeah. They're not they're not like the rebel alliance. They're a group of rebels. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. in Andor, they're even more of like literally sacrificing each other, stabbing each other. The like the I love what you're seeing here. And I know that this the show and the 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 movie are, are made by the same, you know, writer and director. Yeah. So they clearly are they have a beginning and a middle and an end. And we've mm-hmm. seen the end. Yeah. And the, the good thing about watching Rogue One is like 
I, I'm looking at it and I'm looking at Andor. I'm like, ah, I didn't want to watch Rogue One. Kind of like there was part of me going like, I don't want to ruin anything I'm going to show right. because I've forgotten certain aspects of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything like everyone's expendable in Andor. So by the time you get there, there's so many pieces that I'm excited to see in Andor, these rebel alliance form, right. like however it forms. I'm excited to see K2SO. I forgot like the, the droid. Yeah, like, totally I, so, yeah. I'm yeah, we're going to see him in the show at some point, uh, you know, and how Andor comes to get him as his friend. And I yeah. I've, I was like, I'm excited to see him as a character again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of more whetted my appetite for Andor, like yeah. season, next seasons. Yeah, I have to agree that that's that, that's the one thing I really liked about Rogue One. Like, you know, <coughs> it's, it's rare that you can see the ending of a show. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you you see we see the ending. We know that they're gonna get the Death Star plans up to the Rebel forces after you know the Re- Rebel forces. Like we're not gonna do that. It's too risky of a mission. Finally, come out there, and then you know these people, everybody that's <laughs> their whole Rogue Rogue One squadron gets wiped out. Um, which is funny because if you you know, it's so many things that I didn't appreciate until watching all the rest of the Star Wars, like New Hope and so forth. Like they go Rogue Two, they don't have a Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One Squadron and New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. It goes. They start from Rogue uh, Rogue Two, and it's cool. Like these certain little small details that you don't notice until. And I'm, I might be confused. If I'm wrong, Darkside, uh, please correct me. I don't think there's a Rogue One uh, in Empire Strikes Back. They just go straight to Rogue Two. Um, so the fact that they have the Rogue One. And they immoralize these people. They're dead now, so there's never going to be. They don't want to make another Rogue One. There's a Rogue. I thought it was like Rogue Squadron was like the. Um, I don't know if they're in the 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 movies, but they're in the like the. I used to read when I'm like high school. Uh, X Wing. There, yeah, there X-Wing, were X Wing yeah. Rogue Squadron novels. Yeah, and it was about this like group of pilots, and I, I, I and it's really popular among Star Wars fans. I don't know if it's from the movies though. Uh, but that's where I always thought Rogue One was a, like a, a reference from that Rogue Squadron in the expanded universe. Yeah, I think I I when I remember watching Empire Strikes Back recently, I remember listening to it, and oh, okay. I don't I don't think they ever mentioned Rogue One. So they had the mm-hmm. Rogue they had Rogue Two Two Squadron, but they never had a Rogue One Squadron. Oh, gotcha. So okay. I think that's why like Rogue One, like what mm-hmm. how Rogue One is. It's, there's so many little story pieces that make sense. And the you know you take the, the 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 original trilogy, and you isolate that by itself. And there's so many things you could build off of it because, to be truly honest, that's not a complete story. Like that's a complete story within a snapshot of time. But mm-hmm. you know there's so much before it, during it, and after it as we mm-hmm. obviously seen. So you know watching like Rogue One really made me appreciate. It. This is why I say this is probably the quintessential new star Wars film. Like this is the, the best star Wars film by far. I even, yeah. I'll say even with the, the prequels is better than the prequels. Uh, mainly because I'm, and I'm telling just by, story <coughs> story, not, not it's by better me. than, it's better than, it's better than Revenge yeah, it is better than the prequels. Actually, yeah. It's better than the prequels. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. It is better than the prequels. That's I not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. So I, I would say like Rogue One is by far the quintessential of the new Star Wars films. Um and can I, I just quickly sorry, can I just quickly pitch in sure, the absolutely. it on the ground says uh wouldn't Rogue One's I'm sorry, 
would love to see a movie based on the Empire bringing back the Death Star. I wonder if that's been done before. Yeah. Uh, recently, in the yeah. last three movies, yeah. where the whole but deal maybe is they can, maybe they can bring it back star. again. Maybe this time it'll be good. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Underground says, wouldn't Rogue One's efforts be in vain because of the Empire Strikes Back? I'm confused by that. Why would that be? What does that have to do with the Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, I'm kind of confused about that. Uh, please, please, please elaborate. Please explain. Yeah, elaborate. No, confused explain. Boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a confused. Um, you know what? Also, we haven't seen how, why is uh, Saw so for, fucked up? That's why. Like, where think, he needs, like, a, um, a mask to, like, Yeah, another good thing we saw, yeah. like, yeah, he's got a prosthetic leg, too. and uh, Yeah, he gets fucked up. And, and I really yeah. thought I really thought that with <clears throat> Andor, that with Antov Krieger, like I thought, uh, he was going to um, be part of that raid, and then I thought that's where he was going to get jacked up at. But he yeah, was me like, too. He, he was just like, hey, but yeah, it does make him. sense where in Rogue One you see him to paranoid to the point where it's like spies, yeah. spies but everywhere. Yeah, but you kind of see the um, deception in Andor where like this is the world, this is his everyday where you can't trust your friends. Yeah, so like. Getting him there will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that's a very fair point. Yeah, because in Rogue yeah. One, he's super paranoid. Like yeah. he's really he's willing to kill everybody who just comes yeah. to see him. And now we mm. get to see of where that kind of builds up at because like yeah. his the people that he's trusting the most or trusting are the ones that are serving. Like he he served at Krieger, no problem. Like hey, I'm just giving you options. You either die with him or just be like. Hey, get let the empire feel some type of way that they know what they're doing and blah blah blah. And it's just like, damn, that is like when you're especially because he's such a extreme separatist. That mm-hmm. is that is he's a crazy a world. Terrorist, pretty much. Yeah, he's pretty much a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's say the Ed Underground has uh, um, I can't explain his his position. Yeah, so he's trying I to. I told you the the boy's yeah. lost. He says, "Never mind. Um, it's too much to explain." Another yeah. thing that I also want to see is I want to see more of the the like monks. Um, yeah, because they're not really Jedi, mm-hmm. and they're no. but they do are force sensitive and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I, I do want to see more explaining the monks. Um, that'd be cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think what Ed was trying to say is that winning Rogue One's efforts be in vain because of the Empire Strikes Back because they were building they had a second Death Star that they were building. I think he is he talking about They were about, simultaneously building a second Death Star. Sorry, yeah. So is I think that's what he might be saying is that No, was, their efforts were not in vain because they fucking blew up a planet destroying ship that would have been used to destroy more planets. Yeah. Ed is stone cold. Stone yeah, cold. Yeah. He's like, of the Empire having It's like what's the fun? point? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh so they could save billions of lives, which they did. Yeah. Well, but the, and I think what asshole. Ed, but I think also what Ed is also can getting confused too is that uh, the empire, or like after the empire, the fall of the empire, then the first order. The first order had the whatever that planet was called. I forgot what uh, the it's planet. One. I know all the planets. The, you know all the planets. The, I'm a nerd, the, so I know the planet, the actual star destroyer, the Death Star planet. Oh, from the new movies? From the new movies, yeah. Oh, I don't know shit about the new series. No, okay, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you sound so confident. How about the original stuff? Like, yeah. I mean, I'll throw the Endors and Hoths and. Uh, things at you, but I don't know jack about the new. Oh series. yeah, what uh, planet does Chewbacca come from? 
Kashyyyk. I think that's is. I think that's correct. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. I'm just Star Wars I'm Battlefront. Just, uh, saying yeah, but I don't know if it's right. I think it is right. right. We saw the Wookiee little uh, Yoda jumped on his. Uh, the shoulder, yeah, they yeah. had that little battle in the third movie. Yeah, yeah. that's no, Kashyyyk. No. Yeah, I think he's right. Um, but yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, so yeah, they were building uh, simultaneous Death Stars, and the first Death Star they uh, obviously blew up. The second one, they were trying to figure out what the they couldn't figure out what the the flaw Weakness. was. Flaw. Yeah, the they couldn't figure was, out the flaw yeah. was. Uh, but that one ended up getting destroyed as well. Yeah, um, they just fucking flew into that thing and just blew it, blew it up. up. Yeah, <laughs> that one got destroyed. No it's problem. Mid construction. <laughs> yeah, and then the then the the, the world planet the world uh Death Star uh, uh, had another flaw. Roll. Yeah, had another flaw in it. Um, but that was just because they just strapped a whole bunch of the bombs. Stupidest flaw in the world. They just blew up a whole bunch of shit on top of. Uh, like uh what was it just like these like hubs they just blow up one or two oh, yeah, of these yeah. hubs and then yeah. it's just like the whole thing explodes. Like, like the whole uh, planet like i roll like i yeah. think all these are based on like death star specs Specs. Yeah. and they just they just the engineers cannot why do these keep things blowing up all the time <laughs> he's like make sure you link them all so it causes a chain reaction if yeah, they yeah, ever yeah. malfunction yeah right. yeah there's not one scientist other than uh what's his name uh, the one scientist that built the, the original Death Star, none of them could figure out this big ass planet. That there's this one thing you blow up this one small little piece, chain reaction blows up the entire fucking planet. Uh, it's it's brilliant though. Another thing from Rogue One, where like uh, how for years, for years when Star Wars: A New Hope came, was out, and yeah. one of the funny criticisms was, oh, how does an empire build a you know a super doomsday device? And it's so easy to destroy. I love that Rogue One contextualized how like it was a flaw intentionally built into it to make it easy to destroy because it was being built under duress. You know, like right. the idea of that is so cool. But like and we're, you were talking, I think last week you talked about how, um, you know, we ret retconning stories yeah. because over time we've developed concepts that are better. You know what yeah. I mean? So this is one of those things where the, that simple Death Star criticism, over time, people retconned it into something, and not even retconned it. They worked it right into the, the storyline and, and made it mm. far more interesting. Yeah, this is what blows my mind when people talk about the original Star Wars is perfect. It's not as in, in, in the bubble that it lies in. It is perfect. It was the perfect sci-fi movie. I love movie those three movies. Absolutely. I love those three movies. Um, so it was a perfect story in this its own bubble and if it, mm -hmm. there was nothing else past that then whatever but because we are able to flush it out like i said george lucas had no idea that star wars was going to be as big as it was uh the the fact that it is as big as it is and that like uh dark side said you can contextualize it to these you know these cool little sci-fi things that you know george lucas was like oh okay whatever no big deal but later on I, by other you're writers, not far off <laughs> what with the george lucas yeah 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 whatever yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. George yeah, i lucas think that's like, yeah there's a lot of stories about him like sure his idea is like i want him to be uh scary make yeah. it work <laughs> yeah exactly and that's just kind of what it is you know jim henson is coming up making these monsters mm -hmm. you know these creatures he's just kind of like oh whatever that's why there's aliens not a big deal um but you can then contextualize it like rogue one where you can make it a, a complete story where this is why 
the Death Star, this massive moon of a battleship that can destroy planets, mm-hmm. uh, is able to be destroyed so easily by one simple bomb that granted you could never find in a million years, but here we are. And I think the one of the coolest things about like Rogue One was we actually got to see the actual destruction of like what a Death Star can do. Like that scene where they destroy uh that that uh that town. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. fucking amazing. And like, yeah, uh, something so cool. I never, yeah, I never really considered. Oh, they could probably tone down the beams yeah. and concentrate yeah. it on one target. Never really yeah. occurred to me. I always thought of I was like, it's a planet destroying machine. Yeah, and then the fact that this this huge ass planet, this uh, huge ass moon of a uh, battle station, can fucking mm-hmm. go at light speed. You know, yeah, it's like. Yeah what the fuck like in rogue one they're like you've got a massive object coming out of hyperspace like yeah this this motherfucker can go like it's things that you don't think of like when you watch the original ones but this you have to get around it has to be able to go at like or you're gonna see the slow ass moon like oh yep yeah here comes the death star no it will reach (laughs) us in two million years yeah exactly like (laughs) oh no but it's such a cool concept like you know this thing this moon can go at uh hyperspeed hyperspace go light speed get to where it needs to go and then fucking blows up and it can blow up pinpoint accurate you know towns it's like well, the death star it death star had to go fast that was go, the main thing yeah, it, had it, had to, it had to go fast it had to go fast uh, it's faster than sonic for sure um mm-hmm. so yeah i i man i fucking loved it um Rogue One. Now, now that we revisited, uh, really quick, what you guys, what would you guys rate it now? If you had to, with appreciation of Andor, a green turn. Did you watch uh, Rogue One again, or did you just go yeah. off? Of, uh, yeah, that's why I even said that everyone dies at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so quickly, I forgot how quickly they all died in a row. Yeah, they just, yeah, back to yeah, <laughs> they, they all yeah, died. in violent ways too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want the force. The yeah. force is with me. And then just gets yeah. his ass lit up and blown up. Yeah, um, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so you get emotional. Do you guys get emotional in that? Like, there are parts that uh, that uh, get you emotional. Yeah. Nah. When I mean, they hit the beats. Cry. Look, I know Creamcast gets very emotional with the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, I do. But I, I, personally, nah, not really. I wasn't like crying. I just I thought it was awesome that you know, Andor and the chick kind of had like that moment, like a moment. Yeah, they had that moment, like you know, we're about to. Die. Oh yeah, that was a touching moment. Yeah, yeah, where they both realized that this is it. That's uh, yeah, and then you the, know, the end of the road. Yeah, yeah. and then the, the father. I like the, that the father. You know, he sucked it up. Like yeah, his anguish. Yeah. He you know, he, he had to suck up. You know, and put on a smile. Like hey, I'm so happy with everything. Um, just because he wanted to enact his revenge, uh, and then when he finally got to meet his daughter, and then like hey, my stardust, and like all that connection. I thought that was really that was dope. That was really. I mean, Ed, Ed for some reason Ed has put this statement in twice. Rogue One is the only Star Wars film where all the main characters die in one shot. Yeah, yeah. he's been repeating a bunch he of stuff. He repeated that's already, it twice, which we, uh, it's we other fine. Just, aware. Yeah, the, the boys lost. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to just. Uh, mm-hmm. He was supposed to be on the podcast, but I mean, this is what happens yeah. when you paint yourself with red. Uh, uh, not red. Blue, with blue. Uh, blue blue uh, paint. paint uh, Let it paint. You know, you mm-hmm. get, get real confused. Um, but yeah, no, if I had to give Rogue One going back to watching Rogue One again, I will say mm-hmm. I'm keeping this in the Star Wars film. So this is not like I'm not saying like overall best film, but I would say out of the Star Wars, uh, I'll say this is 10 out of 10. 
perfect. It okay. was, it was perfect. I mean, even tents are there to use them. You can use them however many times you like. You don't have to like, you know. Well, I'm contextualizing it just like for Star Wars, uh, and like oh, among, just among, Star Wars? among the Star Wars, films. yeah, among Star Wars films. Okay, like, well, um, how would you rate it then, just overall as a film? As a film, I would say I would give it an eight and a half, eight yeah, and a half, okay. nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it was maybe a slightly longer film. Uh, I think there's certain things that could have been fleshed out a little bit better. Um, mm. No, I love the pace of it. I love that. No, it's, I loved it. It's I, I loved and it. short. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I just maybe because I'm watching Andor, I wish that we had seen more Andor a little bit more because he is a very yeah. interesting character. Uh, but yeah, I mean the pacing is overall damn near perfect. So yeah, I was like I said, mm-hmm. eight and a half, nine, easy. Eight and a half, nine. Okay. Uh, what about you guys? I'll um, give it a just because I keep throwing out so many eights. I'll give it a nine. Oh wow, that's surprising. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. No, I really enjoy this movie. I really do. Um, I don't think it's the it's the best Star Wars movie, but I do like it a lot. It's probably on the top end of the Star Wars movies. Mm. Um, <coughs> excuse me, um, eight and a half probably. Um, it is very, it is good, but I think that there is a and or the series makes it puts the the best parts of Rogue One in a new light, and whereas and Rogue One is still a, a great popcorn film. It is a great package of a theatrical version of Andor. I think they do a great job. Yeah, I agree. And it has really good characters, just like Andor has really good characters. Um, but yeah, I think it's 8.5 to 9, kind of in that dark. dark. Mm. But I think they're Star Wars. When you're talking about Star Wars, I think that your best Star Wars movies are still your Empire Strikes Back. And, and yeah, the original three about, are yeah, the, basically the characters for me. And, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, there's there's plot holes. They're not great or whatever, but for me personally, they're yeah tens. Yeah, what they're presenting is just way yeah. better. Yeah, well, Ed Underground gave it eight and a half. Uh, best original Disney Star Wars film. Good pacing. Good. Oh lead. my god, he keeps saying the same thing. It's uh, annoying. He says it connected well with the original series. Um, and he said yeah, that, he loved the Vader yeah. scene. Everybody, the Vader, Vader of course, scene. smooth brain and yeah, yeah right. everybody loved the Vader scene. Um, <laughs> hey, I loved, I loved that. I, mean, I, I have a lot. I love, I loved it too. Back in the day, I loved. It was that fine, scene. but oh, out of all the scenes, I don't think it was as to me as impactful as a lot of the other scenes from. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree one. with you on context, but like when you walked out of that theater, you're like, oh my god, the Vader scene! Like everyone mm. was talking this about is, it. This was the first yeah. time we had seen Vader be vader i think uh as yeah. far as a, a modern day vader like yeah. you know the, yeah. old, the old school vader we know we, we're like zoom zoom this is like vader mm-hmm. like a modern day if you saw a modern day not even talking about the prequel bullshit with the mm-hmm. vroom, 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 doing this life series behind um but actually a modern day lightsaber battle like with modern yeah. choreography cinematography well it wasn't even like great. um lightsaber battle it was a massacre it was a massacre but i'm saying it was just him doing more than just chopping on one dude he was like actually like you know he was being menacing he was being a genuine it Mm. was the way it was presented in the dark the lightsaber lights up the hallway uh, the fear on the guards like um and how helpless they are it was genuinely like a terrifying moment it was a horror it was a horror scene it was a horror yeah, scene, and, it was and a you could scene. see him as a like major villain. Like if if this is your first, like if the Star Wars never existed and Rogue One was the first movie you got, 
this he would be like the take the standalone like mm-hmm. thing, you know he's like yes. the Thanos he like, he seems like the Thanos level threat like when it comes to lightsabers and Star Wars yeah like he, you yeah. see Vader you're fucked um, yeah. Yeah. the funny thing is this is so this is a great segue and then after that I guess we can end, wrap it up was the Vader comics so I recently read the Vader comics um, and I was absolutely in love with them. Um, uh, no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I knew about the Vader comics a long time ago. Um, mm. well, a few years, like well, they came out like two years ago. Yeah, you're talking about the Marvel run of Vader. Yeah, the Marvel run of Vader. So, okay. um, I, you know, looked at Vader and I was just like, oh, okay. You know, I heard about it. I didn't realize how impactful it was of showing Vader after, um, uh, Musafar when he, you know, he lost Obi-Wan and kind of what, how he got his lightsaber, uh, the Marvel slash Disney take on lightsabers, uh, how they were created. Um, I think this is one of the best things that Disney has done outside of like, when it comes to the medium of star Wars, I think this is the best work Disney Marvel has ever done. Um, I love the take on Star Wars. I, I remember how like the old lightsabers, people were just like, oh, they're different colored crystals, this, that, and the other, and that's fine. But to actually show like the the evilness of the Sith, of how they make the kyber crystals bleed, they put their pain into it. They the kyber crystals are living crystals. They're ripping it apart and they put it through agony to make their lightsabers red. Such a cool uh, concept. Uh, showing Vader of who vader was because you know like when we see star wars for the most part vader's always established vader's always like he is the palpatine's you know the emperor's right hand man but reading through the comic and you see that vader is a nobody in the empire no one knows who he Mm -hmm. is and vader has to literally you know either kill kill stormtroopers uh, because they're thinking that he's a Jedi to him killing, you know, Imperial, um, uh, officers, officers. He's like, I'm yeah. killing, I'm going to kill five of you randomly. Uh, because I think there's a, a mole. Yeah, he here. has to build his reputation yeah, yeah, up from, yeah. from where like he's, he, by the time he's known as, you know, you know, Darth Vader, where the officers are like trying to duck their heads when he walks by. Right. Like, so, yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing, like how just how they went about showing Vader because we've never seen Vader in this form. Like I said, we've always known Vader as well. The original series, Vader was more of a I don't say not even a pacifist, but he was just more of a kind of a like I'm here, like don't talk about the Force, I'll choke you, and that's it. You know, I'm really not killing people like that. And granted, that was just for that time in the original series, but showing him, you know, we know him especially with the, the sequels as him being the actual terror of the galaxy. Like, you know, people are, are legitimately afraid if they hear Darth Vader coming. Yeah. It was um, like the hand of the emperor. He yeah. got like shit done in, yeah, the, shit. in the galaxy. Yeah. So we <laughs> yeah. don't, we never see him as we've never seen him. I've never had a story told of what he was, especially in his beginning years and how fearful he actually was. And when we see him in rogue one, where he's literally just ripping people apart um, and just cutting them in half and, and all this other stuff. Well, not cutting in half, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, mm. Well, well, he's almost actually probably pretty much cutting people in half. That's what I want to see. I want to see the young Vader where he finally finds Padme in the alternate universe. Padme is pretty much, Padme gets killed again in front of him. He finally kills off Anakin. 
um, where he meets old uh, Sith Lords uh, and has to confront them and pretty much kill them. Uh, I want to see the Vader that, you know, who goes to Exegol and has to, uh, and you can see how actually how powerful Palpatine is. I don't think we've ever seen Palpatine, um, his true strength at all in this entire star Wars franchise at, at all, which is crazy, uh, how strong he is. Um, even though Anakin's the chosen one, you know, we know he fulfills the prophecy, but, um, we never see how strong Palpatine is and how uh, he's probably the strongest Sith to ever existed. Um, like we don't get to see those things. I wish like when I read the comic, I'm like, fuck, like there's so many cool ass Jedi in the world. Uh, that one master that he fights who's supposed to be like known only for fighting uh, such a badass, like that could be a, such a fast, badass fight scene. You see Vader getting hunted by uh, what's his name? Um, Who's that old, that guy uh, on the Death Star? What's his name again? Tarkin. Car Tarkin. Tarkin hunts hunting Vader and so forth, and Vader, you know, using cashing in a, a debt, like hunt me like an animal and so forth, because Tarkin is a hunter. Like, there's so many cool things. Like, if you made this into a series and made it like a dark series, like mm -hmm. this could be this could be the greatest Star Wars series to date. And, and because it's Vader, of course, people are going to be highly, highly highly critical of it like we see people cre being critical of damn lord of the rings i don't think they'll have shit if they did a vader uh series but how many issues are there 25 26 oh that's it yeah. oh, okay all right. Isn't it, it's like 25 26 dark side yeah it's um yeah it's there's actually, i think there's two runs so i think you oh, wow. probably i don't know which <laughs> run there might be a dark horse run too that was really good oh, i see the dark um, horse one um I, you know, I'm, I'm, I know that what you're talking about, there's really good stuff in the comics. I don't think if I was like, you know, had any hand in D Disney Star Wars, I would tell them like, stay the hell away from established characters just because I feel VR like, too. yeah, there's a VR game. Yeah. Um, I mm -hmm. feel like, I feel like Vader is, I think, I feel like Vader is teetering on. Boba Fett territory where like yes. he's cool and like you know don't I don't need to know all this about him uh, now like Boba Fett means nothing to me now like I mean he, he doesn't mean I don't want to say he means nothing to me he means less to me now than he did when I was a kid yeah, I don't want sure. that to happen to Darth Vader like I mean just just stay away from stuff you know what I mean like stay away from legacy characters I just they've done enough damage and I hope they learned a lesson and mm. I know you're right there are great comics I mean you're touching on Vader there's great comics about all kinds of Jedi characters in the mm. prequels that are just way better than anything ever touched on in the movies right absolutely. but I mean like I don't know how much like I think that the, the damaging hand of Disney is very powerful I feel like it, as their lawyer I would say stay the hell away from certain characters even like when they mess around with luke and mando you know what i mean when they're bringing him into mando yeah it's mm -hmm. just like hey you're playing with fire here if you screw <laughs> up you're gonna piss off the whole universe i mean yeah. you know like you and they've so far they've done good but it's just like oh i so i i i know i don't know i don't know i'd like to see that but i'd like to see that more here's what i would say here's what i would tell you. if you're gonna tell me a story about darth vader Tell me from a story of a character adjacent to all that. Don't 
tell me Darth Vader. Yeah, story. not just straight up Darth me, Vader, someone yeah, that's yeah. around him. Yeah. Sure. Tell me, I, so did you read the comics? Did you there's a character called Dr. Afra, I think. Um, she and she's around. <coughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she, she's that. like, she's like, recruited by Darth Vader, I think, right? Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, he's a recruiter. Yeah, he recruits her. And, and she's like she, the Lara Croft Indiana Jones, Jones yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, she is. And so, I, and I think she got so, recruited because she, because Darth Vader killed the previous her predecessor. He killed yeah. her, and then he was like, "Now it's you." And she's like, "Oh shit!" But then, yeah, she's like, her and Vader actually like vibe together. It's really. But crazy. she has like these cool. Like I, I read a little bit of her. She does. She have like two. Like she has an evil version of R two D two and C three PO that want to murder. Like there's a black version of C three PO that's just constantly trying to kill people, and a like a murderous version of R two D two. So they have like she has an evil version of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just remembering stuff from the comics. But if they were to go down the road that you want them to go, mm-hmm. and I love the road you, you're you want to go down, I just think that would be the best angle like adjacent so you can see that without tarnishing too much of that you know what i mean no i get, I get what you're saying and i i, I <coughs> you're, it, it's so to, to read the chat really quick um uh so bandita max says keep some of the mystery for sure uh you know pretty much don't tell too much vader like we got enough vader we see clips of him but maybe not entire tv tv series dedicate to him uh, the Ed Underground uh, commented back and said, uh, Vader isn't mysterious, though, which I kind of agree. But I, I see your viewpoint at the end of the day that Vader is um, he's iconic. Leave him alone. Don't touch him. He's one of those things that if you do a great Star Wars Vader series uh, based off the Marvel comics and you do it phenomenally then people will love you forever. You will be like the James Gunn, like how James Gunn saved DC. You'll be the James Gunn peacemaker, like, oh my goodness, you're the best thing ever. But if you fail that, you, it, you people will lose faith in Disney a thousand and ten percent. So that's the thing, like that, va- that Vader comic will have to be, you will have to, Disney will have to shed any type of safety it can't be safe with that type of comic because vader and that is brutal he's decapitating people he's uh like i say crushing people with the force he's breaking necks i mean he's killing entire towns this is an anakin like you know we think that anakin oh vader this is anakin really trying to prove himself to uh to uh sidious um and even at one point he didn't fight sidious he has a dream where he kills Sidious. Like this is this is that type of Vader. But yeah, I understand. It's a scary thing. And if I had to be a betting man, I would definitely not do the series because of the fact that I do not have faith in any director being able to do mm. Vader justice. And then not even well, I think there's directors that could do Vader justice. Is Disney? Disney is not going to let them go push the envelope as far as they need to. But it's also I, exposure. It's overexposure for a character. It is a lot of exposure. And it's not, it maybe not necessary. It maybe is not necessary to do that much exposure. But I think if we have more scenes to um if we have more scenes of like Rogue One where we have Vader, like when shit needs to get get done, all of a sudden you hear the, you know, and he comes in and just starts wrecking shit like you know the established terror of the galaxy um that'd be kind of cool but at the same time like i said we, we to get away from that and still get that itch scratched 
Let's go mm-hmm. to like like Ed was saying. Let's go to the Old Republic, or let's talk about the ancient Sith lords. Let's talk about characters that we've never seen. Let's see yeah. what do- um I say Doctor Plagueis, uh, what uh Darth uh, Plagueis the Wise, what he was up to, well, how did mm-hmm. he how he he recruited Sidious. Um, there's other uh dark lords that we have like I said that we have never touched. Uh, how they started the whole rule of two um after they lost the um the ancient jedi uh sith war so i'm I'm, there's a lot of things to do so that would be a definitely a safer bet for sure um and i would like to see the evolution of the force as it goes along as well that's one thing i did like about the new films is that the force as future generations was getting stronger and i know it's gonna be like (laughs) well ray was able to train without any I do want to see what the ancient like force users used to do, how strong, mm-hmm. they, how strong they were and when the Sith were at, in the most, at their most powerful, how strong they were instead of doing this little backdoor bullshit, like, Oh yeah, I'm going to send it. And I'm actually putting the Jedi temple underneath a, a Sith, uh, focus point. Like, nah, like bitch, I'm a Sith. I kill people. What you going to do, bitch? And then they fight it out. Like I want to see dark, uh, not Darth Maul, uh, Mace Windu come out, uh, another black guy with an afro, mm. you know, with two purple mm-hmm. lightsabers, drinking an orange soda, and just start, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, whipping a a, a, a pot racer and cutting bitches in half with one hand. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see all that shit. So I think that's a safer bet. I hope we see it. We do have future series coming out with Osaka. I'm kind of curious of how that's going to play out. Osaka, yeah, Osaka, which in the Vader comic was one of the Force sensitive children. Uh, I, I didn't realize that when reading it at first uh, that she was actually named as one of the, as a teaser as one of the top Force sensitive children uh, in the registry. Uh, so we got that series coming out soon. Like Dark Side said, the Acolyte. Um, I think that that's going to be hopefully. So gonna scratch that uh, Sith itch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're trying to make a, a Rogue Squadron movie. Remember with uh, what's her name, the um, Wonder Woman director? What's her name? Um, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Remember there's an announcement for it and everything. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. And they, man, oh, I was yeah. so hyped up for that. Just not for you know Patty, Patty Jenkins', Jenkins. version of it, but Rogue Squadron is like. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, that got me like, so like, oh man, that in Star Wars would be amazing. Show me like a team of like pilots. Show me what they go through. Show me, show me like an Imperial group of pilots, what they go through. But can we say, I mean, can we be honest? The one thing I did like about the new movies is that the, the, the X-Wing and all those different fight, like fight scenes were actually mm-hmm. pretty damn cool like poe i know i mean i'm an oscar isaac fan for sure i thought they were pretty cool because it showed yeah, yeah. it showed it wasn't like hey i'm flying pew, pew, pew. oh they got me like you seeing like him like whip the shit out of an x-wing i'm like yo that's kind of dope like you know actual like aerial combat kind of like you were saying with top gun it, i didn't see maverick but seeing like top gun-esque type of um maneuvers i thought it was pretty yeah. cool for a star wars series so yeah if they had a rogue squadron uh series where you see the pilots of uh like a rogue squadron or whatever yeah can you dope. imagine how like expendable they would be and how you could get the story progressing with pilots and like you know just like any mission they could all be wiped out you know what i mean right like yeah. i think it'd be a very interesting series 
And I think it would be too. I mean, Rogue Squadron was one of the most popular Star Wars games, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the, the games was. Oh yeah, the yeah, N sixty four game was so fun. Yeah, it was highly, highly popular. So I would couldn't. I could definitely see as much as like like Ed uh, Ed Underground saying whoever gave whoever did Top Gun Maverick give them a Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron script. I mean, Maverick is one of the highest grossing films of all time. Um, I don't see why it couldn't be popular if done correctly, or why it couldn't be highly successful if done correctly. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that for sure. For sure. So I think we're all in the same consensus that Vader probably shouldn't happen. Uh probably should keep Vader down to cameo appearances and just killing people. Yeah. I mean there there's there's a way to do it. They're gonna use him, don't worry. They'll they'll keep using Vader. Yeah, the problem is yeah, that is the problem. They'll keep using him, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're gonna run him into the ground. That's the problem. Mm. I know we're all afraid of it. Yeah, they're gonna I, run him into the ground. That's what I I am scared of. I want it done correctly. If it doesn't get done correctly, don't please don't do it at all. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe Star Wars. This is the the turning period for Star Wars. So we don't know. Yep. So, all right. Well, we talked about Rogue One. We talked about Andor. Talked about uh, Yay Watch and uh, Miller Watch mm-hmm. and uh, Miller Time. Oh, Miller Time. I'm sorry, Miller Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered a lot of topics today, so um, right. yeah, I'm pretty, uh, pretty. I think I'm pretty talked out. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, sound, we sounds like some damn nerds for real. Like, oh, Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we're not talking about no Overwatch. You're only a person that plays Overwatch. You don't play Overwatch too. You just play regular Overwatch with nobody that's actually playing with you. Just play against bots. Um, yeah. All right. Any any last words of wisdom before we get None? Uh, No, no. I think uh, I think yeah, there's potential. So. Star Wars is future, so hopefully. Yeah, Star Wars is the future for sure. Yeah, he says the future, and that is female. The force is a hundred percent female. It will always mm-hmm. be female, and if you don't like it, you're probably a misogynist. Bay 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 We are the real uh, We are misogynist Bay Bay Yeah Um, Mm. All right Well guys That is episode 66 Of the Blurred Podcast You can catch us On all major platforms And catch us live On twitch.tv Slash the Blurred Podcast Until next time What are we going to talk about Next time guys Do we know what's going to be On the agenda I think we got to talk about a Guardians of the Galaxy special, right? Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah, Christmas special. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I think after that, we'll be all painted green or blue for uh, our return to Pandora, I think, is coming up. Very yes. Soon. I'm have, excited for that. I think that movie is going to be mm-hmm. a complete flop. Uh, I'm calling oh, that, a lot of people are talking about that. I, I'm willing to take bets. I think that movie will do really good. You think it's going to yeah. do? You think it's gonna do I think, they I said think there for, is a undercurrent in every human being james cameron has like tapped into some kind of gene we yes. all have and he knows that uh he's like laughing right now yeah as soon as that movie comes out you'll be drawn to the theater like sweet water you'll need it to survive mm-hmm. we'll see i think I, I think they said this movie needs to make like 800 million yeah oh yeah it's obscene, obscene what it like stupid make. amount of money like 20 yeah. years in the making then yeah he needs to make a lot of money yeah it's like 800 million dollars to be he built an economy viable. Just to build the movies, like I mean, mm. it's insane. 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm just not looking forward to it like that. Um, mm-hmm. This is coming from a person that loved the first Avatar, seeing it like 10 times. And just like, maybe the, I don't know if the magic is still there, but we'll see. I'm ready to go back to Pandora. I mentioned it. Yeah, trust in Cameron. Trust in Cameron. Cameron, for the trust most part, I don't think he's ever missed. So, uh, nope. at mm-hmm. least in his recent films. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he's ever missed. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But all right. Until next time, you guys, we will blur you later. Blur you later. And hopefully the Ed Underground this time will actually not be a bum and not be in the hospital for lead, uh, lead paint poisoning. So he should bitch join ass. us. Bitch yeah. ass. Bitch ass, bitch ass. All right. See you guys.